0: Thank uh-huh.
1: teleprompter.
2: <laughs> I am. No, I'm just kidding. I feel like there's a camera somewhere. <laughs> yeah, She's looking like in a YouTube video. Whatever. <laughs> like, like, it's the second episode in continuation.
3: Whatever. <laughs> oh, <God>. Anyway, <laughs> should I start over? Because <laughs> this is weird. This is weird. Okay. Alright, yeah. so as you can as you can clearly hear, we have another voice. May sound familiar to you. Please introduce yourself, Mister
2: Beard and Hat. Uh, I'm Maxwell <laughs> Van Hook, uh, aka. And
3: I Black, asked you for your last A- name. AKA
2: A- Black Hogan the Third, um, hey, BK. um, BKA. You know, one of the original founding members of No Class Podcast. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh. I don't know if there's anything else. Also Dr. known as aspiring the, rapper, the baritone
3: <laughs> of the group. <laughs> fuck aspire a rapper is that new
2: I mean my dreams oh yeah no, the ones you sorry. like the
3: sleep ones right Yeah. like no. not the real like, fruition dreams I still aspire dreams.
2: to be a rapper even though I don't have any of the skills mm. but like if I did have those skills oh yeah, yeah nobody knows what that means but okay yeah
3: this is new to me I'm discovering this new thing you about know your what? personality I, you know what? I don't some know some west coast shit yeah you know? like what you doing yeah, what they smoking out coast there shirt. man
2: uh one, I'm not trying to incriminate myself on any platforms. Bye. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I'm glad to be here. I missed y'all.
3: I missed you. No,
2: so long. Yeah,
3: welcome back. We're so happy to have you back on the show, and it's good because this is this is how we started. We started with our premiere on New Year's Day. And, yeah, it's like an anniversary show, oh, too, kind of. What was
1: 2017? Was that 2017?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: it was 2017. Yeah, I'm soon. Su- I mean, before we. And then
3: you uh, left, my nigga. I, like, I did. Hi. I no. did leave.
2: I had to learn more about myself. Um, <laughs> he had to leave. But, I, I will say that. alone
3: again is mine,
2: right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm extremely proud of what this has become. His grown legs, oh. and you all have done a magnific- magnificent Ooh. job. Mm. Ooh, so, see, I haven't Ooh. been, I haven't been on my. He been my at job. drinking. Yeah, i <laughs> been, been drinking. <laughs> see, I don't, I don't, I don't get in front of mics like that. But,
3: people no, don't let you talk, in see, no, people don't let me talk. <laughs>
2: Too many white people out there. You're like um, shut up.
4: But, but yeah, you
2: you all have done a phenomenal job, and. I'm not only proud of what it's become, but I'm excited for what it's going to be in the future.
3: Oh, shut your little stupid face. I love you. Uh, (laughs) uh, Thank you. It takes a lot
1: to to keep. It's our baby. We got to take care of it. It does. So, we were thinking, um, I was like, Chantel, we should do a wrap up of the year.
3: Yeah.
1: And then later on, I was like, 2020 is coming. We should do a wrap up of the entire decade. Whoosh. So that is what we're about to go into. Yeah, this is going to be the entire episode, um, and we're going to give some awards at the end after doing it. So this is going to be kind of similar to what a report card segment segment would be. Yeah. Um, we're not giving grades the entire time, but we're going to go through some of the highs and the lows of from 2010 all the way through the 2019 um, to December. So let's start off with you, Chantel.
3: Okay. So I'm going to talk about um, the challenges that we've had in 2000, the th- the 2010s. What I mean by that is we've had different social media trends where they've been like challenging, and everybody's been participating, in, like uh, the what is it called? Got me in my feelings, in my feelings challenge, mm. or like DMX. So, I want to start with the ASL Ice Bucket Challenge. Now, I think that was that went viral around 2014, like July and August. So, that was the challenge where um, they would pour a bucket of ice water on another person. And that was to promote awareness of ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, and then we have the Running Man Challenge. That was from, well, I wasn't at University of Maryland at the time, but... My fellow Terps, okay, I'm gonna take credit. My fellow Terps, they did the Running Man challenge. that at night I think
0: of you. Mm-hmm. I want to be your lady,
3: baby. And then they did a little Running Man dance. So that went viral. I know that was on like Instagram, and then they moved to like, well, it was probably on Twitter too. I'm sure it was on Twitter. I wasn't on Twitter at that time. So anyway, but um, yeah, that was cool. And then the Am I Feelings Challenge, Kiki. Mm-hmm. Do you love me? Are you riding? Uh you never never need from beside me cause I want you. and then that was when Shiggy got real popular so that I was did. closer towards the end of the decade with Drake cause he just came out with that song like what 2017? 2018?
2: Summer 2018 right? I mean I would uh, have to check but it it's towards the end of the decade yeah though.
3: it was yeah. more recent it wasn't 2019 was it? no nah no, no, it really. was definitely last year and then I see what is No Nut November? I see this listed, but yo,
2: what is I, that? I looked, at, I looked at that and I was like, yo, that's crazy. I never heard <laughs> it. Wait, I, was like, that's no, crazy. You know? I was like, yo, who's doing that?
3: <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Discuss that amongst yourself then. I don't know <laughs> like, nothing about that shit.
2: I mean, oh,
4: I
1: think you can fill in the blanks with what it is. I mean
3: When when okay, when I mean, did I that come into fruition? Is. Like yeah. when when did that happen? So that
1: happened this year in November, but I heard I think it got biggest this year, but I heard that it happened last year. Too in november
3: why weren't niggas nothing in november
1: so i hear that it was I'm the same
3: <laughs> all the way by so it's a two
1: things so it is the like people are talking about how it's helpful to do that to be focused and you know what i mean and all the things and not having sex or masturbating but it's uh extended part of the no shave november which is oh, supposed okay. to bring awareness of men's health of um Shoot, what house, not for beard health For um, <laughs> is it testicular cancer? I think. Oh, okay. Um.
3: Oh shit! It was something serious, and, and so anyway, tra- it has
1: stemmed from that into becoming No Nut November. Well, which I think has kind of lost what the root of it was,
2: and it has become a funny thing. Clearly, and lots of hilarious memes. People just said that shit. shocked the fuck so out like of me. alliterative terms on random ass shit. No Nut November. Wow, not what not a November. what a way to go.
3: Um, and then I see the 10, what is it? The 10 year challenge when everybody was doing like a decade, um, of their pictures or whatever, like, yeah, yeah, yeah showing the 10, I, years, ten years of ago. progression of their face. I, <laughs> I didn't
2: want to do that. Cause I was like, yo, I wasn't shit back then. I still ain't shit. That's so why I was like, yo, I know I can't, I can't go in on that. Like I'm not only that think bold. you ain't shit. I was like, yo, I ain't oh that God. bold, yo. <laughs>
1: But what's wild is we had the ten years ago challenge and yeah. then we had the one that was like advance you to make you look older challenge too. Oh that my gosh. Too, that yeah, were I
3: forgot all about that. The that age yeah. app thingy oh, that mean, they that they put like Russia
1: was getting Yeah, faci- yeah faces. what yeah.
3: taking all their facial features and shit. Mm, you on yo. Russia's Facebook? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Facebook. And then Grushing. for the
3: D, we can't forget for the D challenge. I know Erica Badu, she did a she did no. a little something. Issa and Regina King did a little Jennifer something. Lewis. Yeah, it was everybody was doing it
2: for the D. That was the rap, right?
3: Yeah, it was yeah. the rap. Yeah. What you what you do for the D? So that mm. was that was deep, y'all. That
2: was funny.
3: Yeah, that was funny. No and funny then we time. had the DMX challenge when he had what? Panisha, Manisha, Manisha, Felicia, <laughs> Felicia, Tanisha, Tanisha, really. No, people, I, remember, I, I remember. Do you remember? Here. People, I like,
1: know the song, but I didn't see the
3: challenge. Oh, so people would post like, "Oh, I'm going to do the DMX challenge," and then they would just posting different pictures of themselves. Like they would have wigs on, they would have braids in. Oh. like, you know, like different hairstyles, like where they would look like different
2: people. So, oh. yeah, it was cute. Oh, do y'all remember that. any more
3: challenges? I think mm, that was it, right? Old. I mean, for what I can remember,
2: no, it's probably like a ton of.
1: Challenges. the monica so Gone challenge
3: oh my gosh yeah. oh wait and Dude.
1: niggas, everybody's trying freestyle that was a yeah. chance max everybody was trying to freestyle over the so Gone the challenge. challenge
3: yep do we have i feel like we had a video up is that the video we have up on our instagram that everybody's still liking
1: oh yeah because <laughs> jennifer hudson did the deliver challenge
3: oh and that's
1: still on our timeline people be liking it and you're supposed to Hit that Jennifer Hudson note. Oh, my God. Wow. So
2: that's too tough. Didn't Casanova have... (laughs) Didn't he start one? Casanova? Yeah, yeah, he has some song. It's like So New York. It was like a So New York. And then like every region... Oh, he did? It was a So New York challenge. Yeah, every region started to try to like pick it up. So Baltimore. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh.
3: Damn, so two thousand this decade has been filled with like viral challenges. Yeah, they have. Y'all better quit it in two thousand twenty,
2: okay? We trying
3: to grow no, up. I and like the, no, you like I the challenges?
2: Like no, I like those. Those are entertaining. And it's like already, and you know people on social media, they be so quick to like align themselves with some random ass political agenda and like spew negativity. Like I feel like You think that's the fun media, part of it? Yeah, social media is for things like that. That brings joy to yeah. people's lives. Eh, yeah. I mean
3: I get it. Like I, didn't, really I didn't nobody, participate, so maybe that was maybe why. Maybe except
2: like the, 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 the cucumber challenge. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm going down the Rolodex. That's no
3: not November oh, anyway. Gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, yeah. That was, I mean, I think that's it. So, classmates, let us know if we missed any challenges. I feel like we did. This decade has just been very entertaining mm-hmm. for us. So we. I'm sure we missed something, but please let us know.
2: Yes. Yeah, and so we're going to move on. And then the second topic that we want to focus on is tech, right? And the the technology craze mm-hmm. that I think now has hit, not only America, but all over the world. To the world, Yeah, we started thinking about, like, everybody wants to talk about Top we're getting, security getting into to tech. To the world, Craig. There are tech conferences and, <laughs> and festivals, um, but it... It mostly speaks to the globalized society that we have. Um, And so some of the things that we can talk about are things like Airbnb, right? Oh, yeah. And the shift of, like, Mm -hmm. going... We have a lot of companies, and I think it's probably bigger than Airbnb, but there are a lot of companies now that have moved from having, like, privatized goods and services Mm -hmm. where it's like, I have something and I provide it to you, to setting up a platform and leveraging... Mm-hmm. The services and the goods of other people. So you think about um, Uber. hmm In that instance, Airbnb, um, even, like, content creators, right? So people are making money off of the talents um, and things that other people own. Yeah. You have things like memes and emojis, which is, like, a huge thing that I don't... Oh, yeah. They've really absolutely
3: upgraded all these emojis, too. Like, they're, they feature different people, different colors, um different variations of like livelihoods, like doctors and firefighters and pregnant emojis and emojis with gray hair, like it's, uh, it's all different now. And now they got what is an emojis. You know, people they get well, they carried away with, with the
2: emojis, you know, we had to fight for our rights. <laughs> i can not with you right now? And y'all know what I'm talking about too. With no, the black, black, took, you know how it many did. generations of iPhones it <laughs> took It did take get while. skin No, seriously, it did. How many generations of iPhones? It did. Because it up until like two, yeah. like
4: two, yeah. but two but generations but And that's why I'm, I'm
2: still confused. You often they update these
3: things? That's why I'm still confused that the people who still use that bland, yellow-ass, skin tone emoji. I'm like, you black as shit. Like, don't be using that. Exactly. Hard click on it so you can <laughs> scroll over know. to your actual tone, my that's friend. Like, that's
2: the first thing I did when my phone updated and I was like, y'all got skin color. And
3: now we realize the people who really have color issues because if you using a light skin emoji for your brown mocha boo, um, it's time to God. give it up. <laughs> light skin dreams ruined. Oh my gosh, ruined. I need Light skin dreams this. ruined.
1: Because I met a few people this year alone that think that they're light skin and they're really not and I want to test that with the emoji and see what
2: complexion what? of the emoji kind of emoji
3: you think you are
2: yes exactly. <laughs> and let me that and, is the test and let me look at you what is it called Uh your me emoji is that what it's the called the animoji mm. animoji Yep. yeah cause people be lying about them.
3: they guys. be lying like a they're motherfucker like you know and you got a gap
2: put that gap in yeah. there you know your hairline uh, is not there okay Exactly, LeBron and LeBron. Be honest. Oh God. Be honest about yourself. Oh gosh.
3: Uh. But I do want to say something about Airbnb and like Uber and all that. Like I remember, cause I remember at a point in time when. Early 2010s, like, me and Max were still in college. And I remember we were like, yeah, let's take a group vacation. And you were talking about your parents' timeshare. Like, they've moved. Mm. Timeshare is so obsolete now. Mm. Like, everybody's just like, you ain't making no bread off of that. Like, now we realize the trajectory of the economy has moved so much into, like, the self-serve era. Yes. That we're, like... We can get it way faster, and it's way more economically sound and way more financially, like, reasonable. So Uber and all that. I remember, like, I was in college. I was, like, I had just turned 21. Uber was starting to get real heavy in, like, D.C. because I went to college around that area. And I remember, like, when the metro were closed, like, um, Uber was so new that... We caught an Uber and it was not a it was not a lot of money, but all of us fit right in the back of that fucking Uber just to get back to school because the trains had shut down. Like it was no it was no nothing for us. At that point, we had to, like, catch a cab or call an Uber, and we, like, caught an Uber. So, I appreciate that being invented because it definitely made travel a little different. Now, we have safety concerns and stuff like that that's yeah. coming into fruition with these different technologies that we're seeing. But we've seen a lot of growth in the last 10 years in terms of that. So and The other
2: thing that I want to introduce to this conversation is the, um, the concept of AI, right? That is a new thing. That has affected all of our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This You're idea right. that we can ask—we have this assistant in our homes that we can ask questions. Mm-hmm. Siri and well, Woo! Siri was yep. there. Typically, when one. did Siri Google.
3: get invented? Was she be- was she before two thousand ten?
2: Maybe I want to say yeah. I want to say yeah. She maybe she before was before two thousand ten, but I mean, but Google yeah, Siri, and Amazon, yeah. uh,
3: Alexa, Google, all that. Mm-hmm. Alexa,
2: yeah. So that. That's interesting, and I see it evolving from just having tactile hardware in the home. Well, Siri was 2010. Oh, nice. Okay, so, so we made it just within that decade. You know? Cool. Yeah. I see it moving from there to being integrated in homes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Like Maybe in their security people. systems and shit? Yeah.
2: Oh, yes, and there,
1: almost everybody got the alarm where you can see who's at the door. Mm, the ring. Talk back, Yes. Yep. And, and now it's starting
2: to go from being inside of the home to outside of the home mm. in a multitude of ways.
3: Self-driving cars and shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't even talk about Tesla. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And the automation. Automation is a, it's a huge game, right? And not only will it exist in cars, but it's going to serve a purpose in job functions. Mm. A lot of people about to lose jobs.
3: Let me tell you something. I just saw some robot dogs on CNN the other day. Okay. Them motherfuckers was jumping around in circles, catching bones and shit, unlocking doors. I said, who? Where am I? Okay. I don't know where
1: I'm at. This, but it wow. is good. <laughs> this is a section where almost everything that has been named, I'm like, I don't trust that shit. I remember when a friend was <laughs> like, let's catch an Uber, a what? With a who? <laughs> I'm going to catch me an old fashioned taxi. I'm not, no, I'm not. Airbnb? No, I will go down to the hotel like I've been doing all this time. True. Like, I've been the I'm the old man out of the friend group that's True. like, what is that? No, let it go for about a good
2: three years. Yay. And then I might try we'll it test again. it out that's, that's afterwards. That's smart, though. Uh, mm. so my, my question to you, when? is the when is your first airbnb experience was like the first time
3: i think mine was in like 2015 if i'm not mistaken yeah i think it was when i went to atlanta it was for um warhouse spell like the whole auc homecoming and that was my first time experiencing that and i had a really great experience and that's what promoted me to use it from then on yeah but it it took me a while it did because I was like, what the fuck is that? Baby? I had never heard of
2: it. I, I want to say my first time was in 2013. Mm-hmm. And I was taking a trip to Italy. Mm-hmm. And I was with someone. Who Y'all
3: like, used the Airbnb for that?
2: I was with someone who knew mm-hmm. that it I existed. didn't know that. Yeah. And she set up like a system. Yeah. And instead of using hotels, it was better for us to use the Airbnb.
3: Yeah. It is more economically sound. Because I I even used it when I went to Cuba. And I know you did the same too, Max. Like, it's been a really... You've had a different experience interacting with people who are from the place that you're visiting. Because they know a little bit. And it it, it also
2: speaks... Not only that, that's a huge... Yeah. That's a huge deal. And I, I think that's how they've been able to leverage... Um, these new territories that they're entering into such as experiences Mm -hmm. right
3: true like the experiential part of the Mm -hmm. vacation airbnb has definitely taken taken control of that they they're like advertising that now
2: but if you think about any type of experience you want it to be personalized to your taste yeah right so the ability to choose is huge yeah and that's what airbnb does Mm yeah yeah Hmm.
3: What else, Dan? We just did a whole little spiel on that. What else? I know it was a more. I'm it was more.
2: I'm interested in uh, discussing next, um, the idea of how the celebrity landscape has changed.
4: Oh, right. Mm. Do go on.
2: And I think beforehand, in order to be someone who was socially, um, and culturally relevant, you had to have access to someone else who was already. Uh, you nice. talk about,
3: you're talking about Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton, I know that's what you're talking about. No, no. You talking, talking about Ray J, I hit it first. No, no. You talking about, you yes. about- And this Whoa, is perfect,
1: no. this is perfect. Why are you open me the me to this. Look, no, I'm going
2: to you. know I'm he won his Ray J, J. he won his um, Ray we J We didn't revisit that. He Actually, you know, I feel disrespected because he is not in this text. <laughs> oh. I'm reading this Yeah, album. Raycon, God. you right. Raycon Global.
3: Raycon is making right. moves out, He's here. out here. God, you I such an instigator no, right now. I I, my, I'm I always an instigator, honestly. I want my apology
2: because I told you some things and we can revert. I don't know what episode Ooh. it was. probably like three or four. I don't know. <laughs> but I tried to tell you that he was an icon living.
3: He just an icon just living. A, <laughs> I tried to tell you. Postmates
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> happened in this decade. <laughs> Rubhub happened in this decade.
2: Too. Doordash. You, know, you right. You're right. But to uh, get back, <laughs> Patty. Get back to the topic. Uh, what social media has uh, allowed us to do is, you know, give space for regional heroes. Regional- <laughs>
4: nah, Wait a minute.
2: You you Keep think going. about that? You think about that, right? So, like, people are very popular in their space. They have been able to leverage the community. Rather than like, oh, I gotta be on that television I show. I can see that from, like, oh, I gotta yeah, be the connected to someone. I gotta be connected to that record company, right? And mm-hmm. so then they can tap media platforms. No, social media is its own yeah. like platform.
3: I mean, Cardi B, it, she created a career off of Instagram, and then she moved to Love and Hip Hop, and then it propelled her into the rap.
2: Yeah, shreds, yeah. so, so you can right be now, socially so relevant right. in your network. You can be a star. Mm. Yeah. Um, listen to him,
3: y'all. Max smart. I know he's smart, y'all.
0: <laughs>
1: which that is true. Like there's so many things that I see that it's like these people are famous in their realm versus before in order to be famous you had to be like A list famous and all the way across yeah. the board. But it's like there's some people that um Which makes it more exciting for me because I've always wanted to be famous but not be famous. And not people know who I am. And so it allows for that more. Because it's like, oh, they're famous because I like their podcast. People walking down the street probably won't know who they are. Uh I like them because they do this type of work. But, like, most people won't know who they are. And so it's like you can live and be in that. And in that Uh realm. Be popular. Get your bread and all that stuff. So in that
3: space, we can also talk about podcasting. Because... Back yeah. in the day like podcasting was new around the 2010 era and it has become so monetized and there are companies that are like really based in social media and podcasting
2: Dope. just
3: that like they're making money straight up from just podcasting and Dope. like producing all these podcasters and all these hosts and stuff too so yeah, yeah.
2: i i love one um what technology has done specifically in the space of, of media right social media specifically to dimensionalize experience mm. Mm. right I, I think now more than ever we have been able to access a range of, of different perspectives um and for for people of color that is huge
3: mm-hmm We've gained access to so much Mm. more than we would have been able to had it not been for these technological advances. Like, a lot of us are more financially educated. We're exploring different things that we would have never normally explored had we just been in our communities, like, just thinking in terms of community-based. I mean, I want to
2: even think about, like, one of the major events that that happened within this decade um, was the, the death of Freddie Gray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, you're so right. But one of the things that came out of that was Devin Allen, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: right? Star. And really, what happened in his situation is that he leveraged technology. Mm-hmm. He did in a very novel way, um, to get what was really happening in Baltimore out mm-hmm. to these major media outlets, mm-hmm. right? And so without him being able to. To have that technology at his disposal, you know, we wouldn't have been able to get out our truth. True. So don't I mean, be coming
3: over here speaking all those deep <laughs> I mean, ass facts, Max. I don't appreciate that. Don't be coming to no class with the facts
4: and shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I mean, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan, and yeah. um, yeah, I, I, yeah, like as long as we can keep it open and yeah. free, like technology is used for for all of us. Yeah,
3: I definitely think in terms of artistry and like an artist space, Mm -hmm. it's definitely been a game changer in terms of like technological advances, because a lot of people are like YouTube and Instagram and Snapchat, shit like that. Like people are going to the streets Mm -hmm. and the streets are talking more than these execs who know nothing or who don't know what the streets are talking about. You know what I'm saying? So I, I agree with you on that one. I like that. Yeah.
1: I even think about Issa Rae in that. Mm. In the mm. beginning of the decade mm-hmm. and it was like you had a YouTube show. Admissions of Aqua Black Girl. Yes. That's my and shit. That was two thousand ten. Even
2: even before that when she was uh, when she when she was at Stanford. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. all that stuff is still on it YouTube. Like, look it at, is.
1: Look it at is. Issa now and it it's is. like, yo, the platform that she's been on. Yep. and she wouldn't have been able to do that if the timing wasn't right for her. No. You know what I mean? She had the timing had to be right and she came in at the that right was time. It was so and crazy.
3: I remember, because Issa, we we watched The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl. I remember my friend Michele, who recorded with us previously, she put me on to that show. And her brother, um, Issa's brother, he had another show called the, what was it called? It was something, The Fly Guys or something like that. And so, that was around the time when people were doing college tours. Like, I remember Wale, he was doing college tours. Like, Issa and her, Issa and the people who taped, um, Misadventures of Aqua Black Girl, they did college tours. They came to our school one time, and I remember Misha Lay, she had, like, a, um, she had tweeted, like, Issa's brother, and he tweeted her back and everything, and it was just, like, a whole big thing. Like, yo, I'm getting recognition on Twitter from somebody who I like, and this even if on this small scale, like, you see me, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, that's, I like that. That was pretty good, like, they took, you know, something that was becoming outdated. Because college toys had started becoming outdated at that point. I mean, people were making money. Like, Big Sean, I remember Big Sean came to our school, too. Because there was this dude who looked just like him. And they he noticed the dude, too. And I was like, yeah, y'all niggas do look alike.
4: Wait, Big Sean noticed that? Yeah.
3: They, <laughs> yeah, because he really looked like him. Like, it was funny. So, but, um, yeah, like, you know, I guess... I don't know if they're still doing college tours because I'm not in college anymore. But I felt like that's that's like the beginning to spark your careers and stuff like that. Like the college tour, and then you get your leverage on social media because all these college students know you. They're the they're the ones who are in the streets, and they are the ones who are on social media. So they pushing everything forward. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, they just moving the, they moving the needle a little forward now.
2: Yeah, i would, i would, I mean, to to wrap this up, technology or the advancements that we have made in technology has helped to democratize, you know?
3: Um, yeah, you're right. That's a good word for
2: it, too. I'm, I'm all about it, bro.
3: Even with Snapchat. Like, I remember when Snapchat first came out, because I definitely was like, I remember I, I had moved out of my apartment. I mean, moved out of on-campus housing and was in an apartment around my school. Mm-hmm. And I remember Snapchat was so big because it had that feature where you could check the um, speed level that you were driving at. Mm. And I remember that was a big deal because somebody had gotten into an accident around that time and, like, it was tragic. So I remember Snapchat being, like, a big deal because it was new and it was a new form of social media and then you could get, like, different filters and features on your face and shit like that. Like, you could be having a little like background and shit or you know yeah. it's and it's still it's still that way but now the feature has been bought by like Facebook and yeah. Instagram and A-R- stuff like that AR
2: VR is that's the next wave okay right? what that mean
3: <laughs> the fuck AR <laughs> VR means like
2: so it's like <laughs> like virtual reality okay <laughs> um (laughs) oh gosh
3: ar is actual reality no
2: (laughs) (laughs) but i mean Assumes reality no it speaks to blending it speaks to blending you know uh digital realms with your physical environment okay right um so when we think about that that sort of lends itself to being able to just do really, really interesting things mm-hmm. in spaces. Uh, all of us have bought furniture, probably, in the last five years. And Wayfair, you all know Wayfair, mm-hmm. right? The ability to size a couch within your space and know what it looks they like. They have that? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, these are I ain't buying no furniture from Wayfair. I have to are, say that right now. With. <laughs> you probably shouldn't because it's, it's fast
3: fashion. I mean, oh, it not is fast fashion, fast, but it's like fast it. furniture.
2: Fast, fast furniture. furniture, damn, that's a new, that's a new thing too. And fast it, furniture, it breaks, it, it breaks down really quickly. Like it's not like IKEA shit. Not meant to last. Um, so like that but, lag
3: table my kid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or you want to think about things like Oculus, which is a a gaming platform that's owned by Facebook. Oh, okay. And didn't know it's that either. All about immersing. Oh, <laughs> this is that West Coast flow I mean.
3: Oh my God! He used to be in Silicon Valley.
2: <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no.
3: Big ups
2: to AR VR. <laughs> I'm over here like rest in peace by and Max
1: is like AR VR and then the, the, the thing that ain't coming out till 2025 and we
2: like mm-hmm, okay. Yeah, this is no. shit we don't need know about. We
3: slow it. over here.
2: No, I mean these are all things that you all have been engaging with um, for a while now. So you think about the filters that you put on your face. Mm. Right? That is in the realm of AR VR, right? It's it's mapping. That ain't
3: Russia, just kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's mapping, it's mapping your face and it's Russia applying, do that too. Yeah. <laughs> it's applying, it's applying things um to your environment. So that is that's is where things are going to move.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um think about books and movies like Ready Player 1. Mm. Right? Like yeah. that's we're we're influencing those ideas. oh Back um, to the future
3: or well, future to the back, What is it? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm do I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I mean I mean I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited about the the future of technology and what it does to just allow a young person of color to you know get what they want. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Mm. and chase their dreams mm-hmm. damn we've been on technology so for a minute yeah, but it's so such a
3: big part of what we do too and even still like I'm thinking about um, Dr. Miami he got his fame off of Snapchat like he was yeah. filming some of his surgeries on Snapchat and that's mm. how he became popular and then we have like um what's her name Dr. Pimple Popper I don't know her name in real life but hey girl you know who you are you pop pimples for a living and and more stuff because you're a dermatologist but you know she got her fame from YouTube and stuff like that so and now she has a show on TLC and Dr. Miami is known for his plastic surgery and like the outrageous shit that he was doing in the operating room and stuff like that so we have people like transitioning from those platforms to the more traditional shit to up the ratings of the more traditional forms of media yeah, you don't
2: you don't need these big organizations and i think that's the yeah that's, that was the, the, that's point. the key mm-hmm. that's the key you don't need you don't need the point so own own your space first and be open mm-hmm. um anthony so i'm gonna run through
1: some biopics slash History movies that have happened because a lot this was I feel like we went through an era where they stopped for a while and then all of a sudden they came back and it wasn't even at the beginning of the decade. This was Mm. maybe about 2013-14 when it started up again and then everybody wanted to do it i'm gonna go ahead with your credit right now because i think that it started with the tlc by oh that was my girls and shit mg because that was the first like really successful one that everybody Lil was Mama talking about that eyes. was training and
3: shit and then rose on <laughs> chili thomas played by kiki
1: <laughs> because it wasn't t- after <clears throat> that that then you got the tony braxton one. Oh yeah you had nice. a roxy and shante one uh-huh. you had bobby brown new edition we had that horrible Leah one. Do y'all remember oh, the Leo biopic? I pic?
3: do. Yeah. <laughs> that was with the, with one the little pic? phony Dame Dash, little ball cat.
2: I'm not, <laughs> Everything was wrong I'm with it. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't watch most biopics. You don't?
4: I'm, you don't like them? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you saying like so...
2: No. No. Why you don't like them? I, I don't know. Because, like, in some sense, especially when artists may not be attached to them mm-hmm. like networks take liberties with stories they do and i don't but, appreciate it
3: but that also propelled more artists to be like we gotta own our story yeah and we gotta tell it ourselves yeah, too instead 100%. of getting a production company who knows shit about what we went through they they gathering notes from the people who were surrounding us but they ain't
1: you're a hundred percent right yeah and um and that makes a big difference in like some of them that we named to like the Aaliyah story, right? Yeah. So Aaliyah and her family weren't doing that story. Right. And all of that. Like, like, yes, like why no is Wendy doing the Aaliyah movie? It's like this is so whack. Um but I don't remember too many stories where it's like the artists are still alive mm-hmm. and they are also the ones that are producing, writing, and telling their own and stories. Until so we had but... new
3: edition in Bobby Brown, I think. Or maybe it was before that.
1: No, TLC. Tony Braxton did, their, did hers. I don't oh, know about Roxie okay. and Shantae. I think oh, no, no, no. Shantae I, she, did. They, they did.
2: That was amazing. It was yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, I think she did hers, but I
3: think Nas had a problem because the way he was portrayed in it. Why? He was only in the middle the That's a little ass Nas part. That's little ass Nas part. But yeah, I do think he had. A, I, I, if I can recall,
2: I think he did have an issue with the way he was portrayed. That was a very, it. very good biopic. Yeah. Um, is is Shreddie Compton on here?
1: um that's no, later on why you jumping ahead <laughs> <laughs> why <are> you
4: <laughs> it is it's
1: <laughs> it is yeah, but i put it in no. a movie section because it's yeah, like a, a okay, it was a about I mean but it, i mean
2: it it it,
3: it, it is, is it is a, we have yeah. 42 we had race we had queen of Sully. So race? race was about jesse owens um
2: i did not like 42 uh, you didn't
3: like 42
2: no. I didn't see 42 or Cuz you okay I like not to not to racialize this Let's go But like you know especially with these major motion pictures it's less when you get to use smaller networks right yeah. Um cuz they're founded in they should be founded in blackness right so they should cater to a certain market But 42 race Harriet Tubman Harriet Tubman there is always the element of a white savior mm-hmm. mm.
4: Which is bull. 42.
2: Yeah, 42 Shit, did play bro. with
3: Branch Ricky a lot. Yes. Yeah, they did. Yes. They.
2: Yeah. And so it was like, nah, bro. Like, I don't, I mean, I care about the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, Branch Ricky was like, look at this white man offer me an opportunity. Like, nah, bro. Oh my gosh, bro. you gave Coon voice. Yeah. I feel <laughs> you. <laughs> I like, you. But he did it on purpose, you, you know. You got, <laughs> you have to look in the face of adversity when white people spit on you. <laughs> And turn the other cheek and just keep running, Jesse. Oh,
1: my God. Is that what happened in the movie?
2: Oh, yes. It was like... you just, didn't see the like, movie. No, and it's like par, par, parallel to cheek. like parallel. It's like, yo, Jesse, Hitler, great yeah. job. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like no, Max,
3: we don't come back to no class with all this heavy shit. Either. I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. No. You, know I, you, you know I am. You missed
2: I your class. You know I am. You missed your class. You know I am. You know I am. Oh I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm oh
3: sorry. We try to some fun. I'm Pull sorry.
2: up. Okay, Pull I'm only
1: do two more that on <laughs> here that were really good that I like too, because um, Ryan Murphy with American Crown Story with the OJ story and the Versace. Mm-hmm. Right. I like those. Dope. So so yeah dope. I, I definitely
3: was so trying to dope. figure out and I
1: want some more about him. Yeah,
3: I was like, I was trying to figure out what happened with the Versace story and then it was just like, yo, he was a fucking stalker. I'm like, yo, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, we, I've definitely learned some great information from that. Yeah. We also saw, what, Bobby Christina and Whitney Houston story. The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks, remember? Dad I, I
2: didn't get to see that Y'all hard. put me on. I'm about to go watch that afterwards. I didn't get to see that.
3: Well, Oprah? I'm you not- didn't know that?
2: Oprah always give a good Yeah, Oprah
3: was in that. <laughs> yeah,
1: <Oprah> <laughs> was <laughs> your face is so
2: serious. She always give yep. a good performance. She does.
3: Yeah. Oh, shit. American Soul. That um story about... Oh, I only have to see like um, two
1: episodes of that. With did?
3: Don
2: Cornelius. Yeah. Soul Train. Oh, no, no, no. I've watched a couple seasons. Oh, a couple seasons? How many right. seasons they got? American, yeah, American Soul? Yes, yeah, American Soul.
3: They got it's About them.
2: Soul Train? Yeah. Yeah. How many really? seasons is it? Sam and I watch that all the it's time. It's a good show,
3: right? It's a very, it's a very good, good, good show. All right, so I guess I'll get into the scandals portion, which there have been out. so many. I'm going to skip the first thing that we have listed because that is ongoing currently.
2: Also, we don't huh. give him no space. Oh, mm. okay. Stop that orange.
3: So we've had Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, R. Kelly. Um, we actually that was one of our first episodes that we recorded. One of our first episodes was on Harvey so Weinstein. So check back. For season season one, shit of No Class podcast where we did like a yeah. juxtaposition between Harry Weinstein, Bill Cosby, and R. Kelly. Yeah,
2: he was in our snippets. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah.
3: baby, that shit was that shit was something. Masajin room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we've definitely had that with like the Me Too movement. Um, fabulous. Um, when he. Knocked out Emily's teeth,
1: and everybody acts like it ain't
2: happened. No yeah, like and everybody's still
3: collabing it. with him. I didn't know. What? Yeah, that happened. I did listened listen to
2: fabulous music a year or two
3: ago. Go. I loved fabulous. I did
2: too. I, mean, I loved fabulous in the nineties, early two thousands.
3: Him and that Scorpio Rage. Yeah. Y'all know how y'all did. Because one of my
1: artists is like, even though I don't listen to you and check for you. When somebody's like, listen to this new Fabulous, it's legit. Track, I'm usually like, oh, okay, it's still gonna be same, good. Same,
3: same, because I, I, I fuck with his word. Like. And that
2: was like, why you put me in this position? I can't no more Fabulous. Yeah. I know, mean, I could drop them all. I dropped him all together. If he's doing that, he knocked on her teeth. He yes! knocked her teeth out. I'm and sorry, there, was, there was a video of, him of her In front of their kids, and her father yeah. and
3: shit. There yeah. was a
1: video of him knocking her teeth out, but there was a video of when it got outside of an altercation. And he was like, in so, alter- almost in an altercation It's her like daughter. there's no denying that shit. Yeah. It, that, yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, but trash. yeah, everybody oh. did pretend that that shit didn't happen. Yep. So people he's are still trash. team fab right now. Yep. Um Yeah. Um, Jussie Smollett. No,
2: yep. no, no. That's not Jesse Smollett. It's Juicy.
3: the fuck out of my Ooh, face, Max. It's
2: Juicy. Dave Chappelle. No. I, Dave Chappelle has changed his name. Wait, what? I didn't see What special either. did you get that shit from? I think it was the last one. It's Juicy. It's Juicy. Why? Because it's him? No, no. <laughs> I, I think this is best it's just because it's-
3: Jack it's, it's, so it, sounds, it just
2: sounds hilarious. Juicy Smollett. He's a French actor. <laughs> Anywhere. <laughs> oh sorry you keep going anyway
3: but yes we had the scandal with jesse smollett um uh, we also had oh my gosh this was recent omarion Loaf fizz beef not
1: beef it was not beef
3: on whose who's account i like, uh,
1: had
2: no problem with them and
1: wished them all the success in the world which made it great <laughs>
4: You know,
2: Shit. you know, you know half the time Shit. when you are wishing someone the best in the world.
3: That's like, bless your heart, inner yeah, sound yeah, What like the fuck they say? You know what die, 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 nigga. Die. That's what that means. We yeah. Yeah.
1: talked about it on this episode. That you, not a that you know what? Blessing. You're not
3: that on mean, that tour, though. Mean, that that means karma is a bitch. That's what that means. Yeah, yeah, that's how
1: you cut motherfuckers in a classy way. Y'all take notes. You right, you right, you right. It's certain decorum.
3: We had Kath and Pugh. That's still ongoing, too. Wow. How much? All right, because I know you've been over west. Like, what you what you know about Catherine Pugh? <laughs> what you know about
1: Catherine? I heard
2: something about video games. I also heard she's trying to sell a book. <laughs>
1: video games? <What? laughs> you know, this remind me of the game where people whisper in
2: their ear. Right, telephone. The the end. telephone. <laughs> no, 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 the no. I don't think I'm off, though. Okay, I don't think I'm off. keep going. I think that is one of the things that they call her out on. On oh, a video game? Yeah, she received a console. Yeah, she received a console. What, well, like think, a PlayStation? I don't remember what it was. Like, uh-huh. if you look it up, oh, my she never hair. received. Oh, sorry. She never received a console. I mean, you know me. So it's like one thing is like, like, why the hell like? Was she playing video like, games for? Like, yeah, why the hell like was she getting trouble over that shit like? Like I mean, it amongst was definitely other, Healthy Holly. Amongst other things,
3: the Healthy
1: Holly. I video game what, though. I don't. I, like you, Catherine Pugh, but I would put your ass in some Mario Kart if you want to. Bye. I'm just saying.
3: All the
2: way, bye. <laughs> if you want
3: to. We this
1: nigga will Wii Mario. or <laughs> <to>
2: Nintendo 64. <laughs> are you on the Wii with it? I want to Wii. You want to Switch? <laughs> no. But it, it I mean, it's Like, I mean, most of these, most of these pops are corrupt or so. I mean. The majority, the majority of them. Look. Look. The majority of them, especially in Boston, the
3: poli- the politicians though, because Trump definitely created a whole. He definitely redid the whole tax code so that politicians and big business people can benefit more from the tax cool.
2: deductions and credits. With, so start, we all know that it didn't start with him, and then, <laughs> no, it didn't. And when you when it you're didn't. looking at impoverished uh, communities and, and communities that are heavily oppressed, it's. It's easier.
1: I think, wasn't Sheila in 2010, too? Oh, When the stuff she? went down with Sheila Dixon, was I that think that 2008? was 2010. Wasn't it? I don't know. I could be wrong. I or at least, uh, okay. Gift I think card that, scandal? Gift card date? I think gig? that Stephanie Rollins yeah. Blake came into office in 2010. In 2010, might maybe. It happened before that. Yeah,
3: then. it yeah. probably did. Yeah, I think it did happen before that. Huh? i
2: to so call her the Bland Barbie. That's rude. Ooh. No, uh, but but like uh, no, I'm, sil- no, 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 I'm no, no, no. silent on this <laughs> no, no. one. No, <laughs> but I almost I wanted Stephanie, not Stephanie. Um, I wanted Sheila Dixon to. I want her to win.
3: Don't worry, she's running again. She is, and okay. again, and again, again, and, again, really and, again, again and again, and again, I, and again, and again, and
2: again, and again. and again, We need people who will really fight for us.
3: Well, Sheila's trying to fight for our spot, so keep going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, Paula Dean, uh. When she said nigger.
1: Nigger's over there.
3: Oh, Jesus. But y'all still get her crock pots and shit. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z and Solange in the elevator. But then we later found out that, yeah, that's because you cheated on Beyonce. And I then we had Lemonade. And we had 444. So yeah, now we have On The Run, and 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 run that, Tour. Yeah. And
2: 444, he told he, he basically told us that he antagonized her. In the elevator. I knew elevator. happened. Yeah. yeah.
3: But, Hey. Solange what was Solange was with the shits I back in the Solange. day, and Beyonce was being a Virgo. No one needs to know our business, even the elevator camera. Virgo? No, she's a can- a Cancer, I think.
2: Oh, I love Solange. She's my favorite.
3: She is.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. precious. Of that family.
3: Of the family. <laughs> Not even Blue Ivy, because that's mine right there. I don't pay attention. Baby Blue, are you kidding me? Anyway, um, Ariana Grande hates America. Y'all remember
1: that? Everybody mm-hmm. forgot about that. She hates America? Remember she was in that donut shop? Oh, I she remember was, she... Like, she I, the- I,
2: okay, so, yeah. I, was just like, I remember like, licked the she donuts. She licked the donut, yeah. That was around That's the time she hated America? That was
1: all together. She was like, she hates America. And because she, she licked the donuts. Donut, and then something else. It's like, all happened in one. Well, why are you licking
2: like, like, donuts, bro? Yeah, that was gross.
3: That was disgusting. Her and how long is ponytail. But then...
1: She came out it's with some more her hits and
3: everybody tail. forgot about it. That's not even her ponytail. It's not hers. If exactly. she bought it, it's her. It's not
2: her, her, it's not her, her pony ponytail. Some it's not her style. Around, like, it's not her ball. music. I'm sorry. I'm about to go on.
3: Keep going. <laughs> I'm about to go on.
2: It's I'm about it. to
3: go in. Oh, Moonlight versus La La Land. Remember that? Screw up.
2: Mm-hmm. I love that one. That was beautiful.
3: Tell me about it, Max. <laughs> I mean,
2: because you You like that, really? You know, you like, like we pacify white people
3: he's cradling a baby y'all. so arm. often yeah
2: so often so it was just like you got it you got a long, long land it was so beautiful i still haven't watched that i still have not seen it day. either john legend cool good for you got you yeah so, I'm, like, awesome. as a black man like for you to exactly yeah produce,
3: awesome wonderful amazing But i'm still oh, no. I ain't Talk about it.
2: that shit you want to pretend yeah. you want to pretend that white people created jazz <laughs> oh that's what it's about I don't even know what it's about. She my baby bop ba, ba, ba. um, I don't
3: even know. <laughs>
2: Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, right?
3: Oh, uh, yeah. The girl yeah, with the we, teeth. We
2: want to pretend that they created jazz?
3: That was what that was about for real, though?
2: There are, it's a heavily jazz influence. I know it's in jazz influence. barely see black people. I think there is a black band that Ryan Gosling interacts with. Eh. From what I've heard, I need to watch it. Maybe I'm ignorant for speaking on something mm. that I don't really know about. But yeah, I enjoyed mm. that shit to its fullest. You all know the, I know is yes. they the, ain't
3: winning and they for, pretended. That Moonlight they win. is an
2: amazing fucking movie.
3: Moonlight is all is that in a bag of chips. Dope. Remember that? That was before the 2000s. It needs to go into the <laughs>
1: American canon. <laughs> it really it changed and there was a whole conversation about just the way that black people are filmed that I had never ha- heard a conversation about before. Yeah. And wasn't even really... Cinematography was yeah, oh, I wasn't even on my radar, as, and I'm saying on my radar as me not being an actor and stuff. It, and it's one of those things. It's like once you saw it, it was like, oh, that's what it looks like. But I didn't even imagine or think what it could look like because I wasn't in that field. I'm just so
2: used to like yeah. what it has been. It was like,
3: yeah, it was beautiful. When 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 it I made that, what what real. it
2: does for the the culture for it to be recognized on that scale, you know, you're talking about conversations that are are very very pertinent to our community mm-hmm. talking about black masculinity mm-hmm. talking about black male sexuality mm-hmm. right you are talking about vulnerability right these are conversations that we need to have because we often put on masks
3: or we're, the, we're yeah. in the process of having some of us yeah uh, yeah who are more us, mature yeah. to handle those conversations so or i'm learning I'm,
2: I'm all for it and for it to be recognized on that stage Like, that was huge.
3: First of all, that movie was about, like, the hood. You know what I'm saying? That was a fucking hood movie. And for it to be, like, a topic that, for what you're saying, Max, for it to have that sort of depth to it and be like, yeah, like, I come from the project, so I come from a certain area of Miami. You know, I don't, we don't make that much. Like, we're scrounging and not only are we trying to figure out how to survive, but we're trying to figure out, how to survive, like, how to live in this world and how to be who we are authentically.
2: Uh, yeah, and that's the key mm. word, in authentically. It's and it like,
3: captured it captured it in the perfect light to mm. me. Like, what happens in, like, the cinematography was symbolism in it of itself. Like, the way the shadows were, the lighting, the moonlight. Like, for it to be filmed and called Moonlight, and the way everything came up, crept up in the shadows, like, it was, it was perfect. You know, you know,
2: the, the motif that exists between the, um, because it's kind of like a three, I think it's like a three part act and the way that they create the thread between it was the three, three characters. Yeah. They
3: the, were all the same man. It's the eye. No, they weren't. It's, they were supposed to be. Yeah. But they were playing the same character. Yeah. But it's the
2: eyes. Mm, it's the dirt. vulnerability in the eyes. Mm-hmm. It's the sadness. Mm-hmm. It's the innocence, mm-hmm. right? And that—shit, that's, you
3: make me want to watch that shit. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> it's
2: it's huge. It's yeah. huge. Because often, as people of color, there is a defensive mechanism that we have to adopt in order to survive. Whew, you better right? speak on that. I know, yo, Max. <laughs> for real, for real. You
3: better move back over here.
2: But. But in order... try to breeze through. But you... episode. Uh, and you Max is going to be taking you places. You just want to live... You want to live your life. And mm-hmm. you want to have that... To your point, Chantel. Your true authentic expression. Mm-hmm. And that's the duality. Ooh. Like, Play that's... It. That's <laughs> what that movie shows. Duality. Yeah, it does. It does, though. So, yeah. I love that movie with my whole heart. Well... I need to watch it again. Did I'm we get that
3: from La La, La, La Land? TV. No.
2: <laughs> no, nah, that shit was bullshit. Oh, Don't even want talk about it again. Bullshit, one time. want to talk like, La La Land? I didn't see La La, 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 La Land. La Land. It's like, Fuck yeah, that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so,
1: when I put together the mix up with Moonlight and La La Land and the Steve Harvey with the pageant thing, mm-hmm. the reason why I thought about those together is because both times I went to church and there were sermons on it. Really? Where preachers was like, please stop. See, you think. That God ain't looking out for you. But in a nick of a time, God's going to say, no, this belongs <laughs> to you. This is your gift, and you go get it. I was like, how do y'all make a sermon out of this? And it happens <laughs> It has twice. to be relevant to topics
3: it, that are It happens
1: It's like, even when somebody said it's not for you, God is telling what? you it's for you. I'll tell you how many yours. people
3: walked away from church and was like, pass the dead, dead. Okay. <laughs> they sure did. They were like, pass the dead dad one. <laughs> Um, we have more. Oh, so Kathy Griffin. Oh shit! So Kathy Griffin was blacklisted over. Remember, she did. Like I was a so surprised that. of that Trump head like being decapitated. The decapitated Trump head. She no, was. She was blackballed. educate me
2: today. Am I I'm not? Surprised. Nah,
3: Kathy Griffin. I remember because I even saw. I think she was on Witty Williams' show, and she was saying that she was receiving death threats. She um, went into different. She was in different countries, like touring. Like they wasn't letting her make no money in nope. the United
2: States. No. Nope.
3: And Trump was like, they like the FBI was on her ass about that shit.
1: I was so surprised because she, it wasn't out of her character for to do that. No, it that, wasn't. Like, it seemed like her audience was gonna ride with her through that, and she literally got like, yeah, she couldn't. And I wish I don't know when that happened, close to like election time ish. Mm-hmm. And I saw earlier in this year, and she was like, I still have family members that don't talk to me. I still am trying to, like, re, like bounce back from yeah. that, and I still have not And you can see it all over her face. It's just like, yo, that shit is taking a toll on her. Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect that. I thought it that out of all these things that we talked about, that people have had things that have been a scandal, and they wave out, and then they come back, and it's yeah. like, I
2: thought she would have bounced back. but It is very weird, because to, to what you said earlier... Yeah, she's kind of her and her That's brother, her. That's her. That's her and her Andy feel. have been kind of in that lane the whole time, and overwhelmingly towards the left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all like he's gay. Mm-hmm. Like she is open. Mm-hmm. She will tell you exactly what she thinks and feels. Yeah, she will tell like if you're a man that she wants, Girl. she will tell you Girl. that she wants you. And yeah. so, in in that regard. Yeah, it's awkward to hear that her family isn't really messing with her like that. Mm-hmm. Over the or but some part I mean, of her family is messing with
3: her. That's what happens when you got Trump supporters too.
1: Oh, you know who else's family wasn't fucking with them that I forgot to put in here? Chrisette Michelle. Oh shit,
3: remember really? That well I do
2: remember that is a beautiful That is a beautiful My, a beautiful
3: my skirt. Scandal here. <laughs> yeah. I mean
4: I I don't feel bad for her. I don't. Uh, it's.
1: I've gone to done my things with her. I mm-hmm. would say that out of and I always put her as my designated person. That a, a lot of people that have fucked up for the black community, she's the person. Cause I I said everybody has their bias, and there's some people that they let pass. Mm-hmm. Some y'all been let Kanye pass or whatever. Mm-hmm. Chrisette Michelle is mine. That I was like I let a pass to because yeah. even though I felt like her apology wasn't one hundred percent like. I, like the reasoning behind it didn't make sense no. and shit. I was like, I feel like you still know. Like it's, she talked about how it hurt her pockets, how it hurt her family. Yeah, she had a miscarriage, she did you know say what I mean. That. It's like you, even if your thinking is not where I want it to be, it's like you had to sit down and reflect on this shit and recognize that that shit was wrong. If you had a chance, you wouldn't do it again. It's like okay, I give you a pass. But she on
3: never it. said I won't do it again.
1: No, she never said she wouldn't do it again. Yep. I don't think she would make the choice to do it again because that shit tipped her career. It sure like, it did.
3: Yeah, it, it. Your star was her star wasn't that bright to begin with in everybody's mind. You know. Yeah.
2: Let me let me rephrase that. I no, I'm not about to to backtrack. But I did watch the interview where she said she had a miscarriage, mm-hmm. and that is a horrible experience. Mm-hmm. I wish that on no one. Mm-hmm. But you you also made a decision. Yep. You made a decision that seemingly the way that you framed it, mm-hmm, it was like, oh, I need to be a bridge. Yo. Mm-hmm. Right? For America. But like, no, you don't. No. You don't.
3: I think that was a misstep. You don't. It, you no, idea. you know what? It wasn't oh, a misstep. Oh, we should
2: say, in case y'all didn't know,
1: we're talking about it because all three of us know. So, mm-hmm. Cassette Michelle, during inauguration time, participated in Trump's inauguration yeah. ceremony the night at the bar gala and sang. Chrisette Michelle, who you know is... Music has been black as hell, very neo so ish, mm-hmm.
2: and so, and I know the optics. I know the optics of of that that situation is hard because it's not like she was the number one artist in the world. No, you know? right. And so when you consider that she she has spaces like like Baltimore, DC, yep. right, and we will pack it out for her, but she's not getting the same money that um a Janae Echo would get Mm-mm. in that sense or Beyonce. Right, this is a huge opportunity. So think about the list that they went down mm-hmm. So they arrived at Corsette Michelle, mm-hmm. and it was like this amount of money. Mm-hmm. And so they, that's yeah, and that's I what think everybody. About. That was the I, I think thing. most
1: people was like even after she did it. People were like, just say you needed the money. And right. she wouldn't and say she that. Like, and she was like, that. no, because nope. I was being the bridge or whatever. it was like, if you would have even just said, I just needed the money.
3: Everybody would have been like, okay. Shit would
1: have been as hard."
2: We
3: respect you a little bit more just for admitting that. But yeah. nah, she yeah. didn't do that. But like you
2: could say like, yo, I don't really mess with him like that. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in the rhetoric that he spits. But, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. need that. I need that bread. Yeah. Black people can identify with that. Yeah, but be sure. honest. Be honest. Be transparent. And that's all we need. That's all we need. And from 2020 on, transparency. Transparency. That's what we hope for in others. Yes. That's what we hope for in others. That's why I love y'all. We transparent. We
0: trying. We transparent.
3: transparent. Oh, but in that same vein, we had Kanye West his support of Trump and make America great again and he didn't believe in slavery y'all like was that choice. was a whole scandal yeah he that was a whole scandal too especially when he went up to TMZ and
0: yeah
3: if that was a manic episode I'm still not quite sure I don't did he confirm whether that had to do with anything don't related no to no his difference mental to me. instability or
2: don't make no difference I can't I don't really want to engage in this conversation.
3: Oh, is it still too, too, too soon, or? I try not
2: to talk about Kanye a lot. You got is Yeezys? It's... No, I don't. <laughs> Cause I can't <laughs> afford them. Yeah, but uh, he got that
1: gospel album though. Okay, <laughs> and you know what? I
3: was listening <laughs> to that
0: spy, too. He got, got two, he's, he got two. Yes, he two. it's new one. Album. The new one. A new Jesus
3: gospel.
2: is born. Uh, the, Jesus the one. Is king. The one before. The one before. I was like, nah it's saying it bro mm-hmm. I don't like you over producing these gospel arrangements this don't feel like I'm back in but church. you like him I one, like the Sunday service shit you like the Je- I still Jesus need to listen going. to the new one I still need to listen to the new one because people have been talking about it like it's what I wanted to hear I just
3: oh I i was in the car earlier and all I heard was I don't even the remake of Genuine Soul Anxious in the key of Kanye West Sunday service. Okay,
2: let's go to the that's, next topic. That's yes. all I need. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful thing though. That's all like I need that. But I don't need I could not it.
3: hear nothing but so anxious. Yes. Oh, you could have that no yes. shit. Yes. That's yes. all I can hear. Oh, about
2: do it again, do it again. She's no. a sinner. <laughs> she's a sinner. Like, no, <laughs> that's what I, I like I need that. I need you to be cognizant of what's happening right, culturally, and being able to access that and bring people in, Mm. right, access their spirit, Mm. that's beautiful. I don't need you to overproduce 808s, Mm. all that stuff, bring Kim into it. I don't need that from you.
3: I'm Mm. still not following, but it's cool.
2: Mm. That's just me. No, I don't, I don't, I don't believe, I don't identify with with anything that he's done after
3: 808s, I agree.
2: Graduation. (laughs) Well, wait, wait, wait. Graduation a, was, was heartbreaks. Yeah. No, okay, you're right, in, you're right then. You're right no. college, you're then. You're right then. Graduation
1: and college dropout, then 808, right? No, college, college dropout was out the first, first one. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. College
3: dropout, graduation. It was another college theme one, then eight o eight.
2: Yeah, you're right. Okay. After 808. Anyway, that's time With so the beep, boop,
3: beeps. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <sweet. laughs> I remember that specifically because I was also in college. That oh, was man. when, yeah, that was definitely eight o eight. Um, we oh big gonna... wins now, huh?
2: Big wins now. That's on me, oh, gosh. right? And there's been
4: <laughs>
2: there's been quite a few big wins, specifically for the Black community mm-hmm. in this decade. I mean, first one that I want to talk about because it's specifically to home in our locale is the African American Museum in DC.
3: Buika, buika, yo. <laughs> That uh, that that museum is fly. It's fly
2: don't man. don't pull my black card. You ain't been. Yeah. Wait, when did
3: it it was here before
2: yeah, you my, got whole, right. my whole family has been there. Wait, it was here. My before I, you My aunt was there. My aunt was, I was there before they moved. opened and I still didn't go. And and she brought family with them. You moved them when and when did the museum get open? It was opening as I was mm-hmm. gearing up to leave. Okay, I'll give it's you not that, okay. Though. I'll give you that though. Because I mean, when back. it first
1: opened, it took a while to be able it to get did. in and get tickets. Yeah, the tickets are still like,
3: yeah, you can't just
2: roll up and be like, I'm gonna go today. Yeah. So, I'll give you that. We
3: went, it was nice.
2: No, I, I think that that is beautiful for us to have a space where you can really, really learn about mm-hmm. the depth of our history in America. That, it was awesome,
3: huge. and it was definitely like all-inclusive it included media it included historical it included a lot of stuff that like you go you go through the different um years in our in black people's i guess just lives like african-american peoples in the united states like we saw emma till and then the growth from that it was yeah, yeah, that, it's an all inclusive museum, and I think they're still adding stuff as we keep going, too. That's
2: that's beautiful for me because I mean, I haven't been there yet, mm-hmm. but I can remember there weren't that many spaces. Um, what we can talk about is like blacks and wax. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. and that was
3: always scary for me to visit, honestly.
2: It was very, very scary. You're yeah. talking about like, and and it also speaks to the level of the interior design that that place had mm-hmm. very very tight spaces mm-hmm. which is like mm-hmm. maybe maybe intentional yeah yeah right?
3: you're right mm-hmm. you're right i didn't even think about that
2: maybe intentional but for a kid that might be seven or eight years old that's hard yeah very very difficult to to do that and i'm throwing no shade on blacks and white. of course it's, like, it's just and, your real experience. And when I say interior design, they did a very, very good job. Because yeah. when I think about that, when you enter into the ground floor, you go through that's all middle those passage. Like, exhibits, you go downstairs into that basement that's very, very tight. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, when you work your way up to the roof, it has this aesthetic of like all white, right? And mm. it's open, right? And I, I think I saw Mary Carter there. Mm hmm. Um and then this is like that sort of speaks to a journey in itself.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's like yes, you have this darkness that you carry with you every day, but do not forget the light. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: and I I do think the um, DC museum is is more inclusive of all that because I remember we took my nephews and we when we got to a certain floor like they were more happy and more relatable. They had Bootsy Collins, um, wow. like costume. They had Michael wow. Jackson's costumes and leather jackets and stuff like that. Like they were very inclusive of like the way our generation of media and television and music entertainment mm. has propelled our just us as uh, African American community and people. So
2: and that's beautiful, and and I want. I want to experience that because... Bring your yeah. ass
3: back over to the East Cups.
2: It's it's going to happen. You know I have uh, to I be there trip. at least one to two times a year. Yeah. At least one to two. No, actually not even one to two times a year. I've been averaging two. So, <laughs> so it should be two to three. Oh. Good. Whatever big ones that we, we've had. Tyler Perry Studios.
3: Oh, yeah, that was more recent, too.
1: Yeah. I feel like both of them were times in which everybody was like let's be proud of like the great stuff that's happening and it like filled the timeline it brought together like black influencers for the studio and for the museum that was like let's stop and um be harmonious and celebrate together like this success regardless if I even remember with Tyler Perry studios when it was people that was like I don't even really fuck with him like that mm. or I don't watch his movies but it's just like it's not about that right now you No, know,
2: there's a different pers. no there's a different element there that I think is important to recognize, Mm -hmm. right? You think about everything that we've seen from him, right? His whole sort of catalog exists in a pocket Mm -hmm. that um, people probably, depending on
4: where you exist, is synonymous with a menstrual show. Mm -hmm. Mm Right? And so when you think about that, and then you think about other
2: things like intention and impact. Mm -hmm. Right? Intention and impact are important. If you can realize what white America pays attention to, right, and you can leverage that to do good in your community, that changes your whole narrative. People did not understand. Oh my gosh, I
3: just had to take a deep breath on that one. Yes.
2: People did not fully understand who he was as a man. Mm-hmm. And the black community questioned him. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, he showed up. He You're showed right. up for us You're in right. a real fucking way. Mm-hmm. In the best way. To the point where someone like Spike Lee, yep. who openly Went against this man. Mm-hmm. He showed up. Yeah. He was there. Yeah. And he praised him. Yeah. Right? That is you understanding the political landscape of America.
3: Shut up, Max. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>
2: it is, though.
3: It is, it is. God damn it. And yeah. that
2: is important. Mm-hmm. That is important. You playing the long fucking game yo that man is a that's a
3: long game for real no he he is he is he's he's had such a uh, positive would be the understated word though like the trajectory that he's moved
1: quick Because he's not been out here that long. Like, he has not been out here, but, like, was pushing, like, play to play to play, movie to movie to movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, I see a lot of people, like, even when you think about, like, Jay-Z and his scale of being, like, I'm going to move from rapper to be, like, businessman and do fashion and all this stuff. A lot of them have taken a long time and have had years of, like, being rapper before they're, like, I'm going to move into another lane, right? And so for you to be able to say, I have a studio, you had your eye on this, yeah. stay focused, was still pushing this out, and to be like, Bam, here it is. It happens fast in that way, because most, t- most of the time people got to be like, oh, I got to dabble in this for a little while, blah, blah, and then eventually you see it. But it's like, that was
2: beautiful, that was fast. And- That's a
3: huge win, a I, huge
2: win. I, I want to apologize to that man because I did not fuck with him. Mm.
3: It's not that I didn't fuck with him. I completely understand what you're talking about. But I... I always tried to support just because I knew that this had to be for the greater good. Like, there was... I, I don't know. For some reason, I was like, there's no way he's constantly producing these Medea films and all these other films. And it's just going to be... Just this, you know what I'm saying? Like I never knew what the shit was coming, you know, like especially this studio. Like this studio can eat all these other fucking studios. I mean, it can. Okay. Girl.
4: And Atlanta's on it.
3: All right. But I just think that him it was him, Oprah Because Oprah Winfrey Network owned mm-hmm. they also helped to establish when they when they started when they got big and they started producing content with Tyler Perry, I think that was, like, the key mm-hmm. to moving culture, like, black culture forward and being like, okay, like, we, we have space to produce these shows. Like, let's show them what we really do. Mm-hmm. And Oprah Winfrey created her own network and her own channel. And then Tyler Perry was like, I got you studio Yo. boom and it's gonna eat up all these other fucking studios and guess where you're gonna film all your shit from open Murphy network at my studios Yo. and all these different sets they're gonna be right here you know what i'm saying and
2: we're we're starting low-key what what that begins to to generate is a network that is self-sufficient
3: mm-hmm. and sustainable and,
2: mm-hmm. exactly and, yeah. and so, it's just like, dang, when I was, like, looking at him, because I didn't really like watching, I probably watched two of them. Yeah. I was One like, of his the movies. Same, the same for me. hmm Right? But I didn't see, I didn't see his intention. Because I don't know that man personally. Yeah. um But to see what he's done with this, I have to be like, yo. Yeah. Yeah. I don't fully understand, because I don't know what the we all gotta, are. We all gotta,
3: we all gotta, it's. We all have to do, like, yo, like, I know, but I respect that. Yeah. I respect
2: that It's not for me, but I can respect that. You are in a water full of sharks.
3: But his audience was never for us and our generation either. So that's why we weren't going to always agree with what he was doing. But I liked... I always tried to support him, even if I didn't like the shit. Just because I was like, I I can kind of see where this is going, like... He's producing more of these shows and he's writing more of these shows. I can't stand his writing. And I don't Ooh. like... Exactly. Like, we all can agree that, like, his right like, some shit just needs to go. But for him to build this this repertoire and then for it to become so successful that he's feeding people and not only that, now he has his own studio.
2: And, and, and like, to, to that point, you're 100% right. You're
4: 100% right. But, like, I have not seen, like, a nigga who was able to place a Trojan horse in white America. Hmm. And that is huge. Sound like a win to me.
2: (laughs) You fucking tricked her. Yeah, sound like
3: a win to me. All right, so next, um, I wanted to talk about new artists and some different songs. So, Maxwell, you have been my friend for such a long time. But I remember a time when we were both in school and we were trying to connect with each other. And I remember you told me about Our Future. Remember? Mm-hmm. You put, like, Max put me onto Our Future. Mm-hmm. Our Future Wolfgang Kill 'Em right? Probably in college. Bro. In college.
2: Yeah, it would have yeah, it would, it would have been college.
3: That was my first introduction to Frank Ocean and Nostalgia yeah. Ultra. Yeah. Thank for you that, for that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I love, and I don't think we we fully realize how, how Frank's, um, reach, has manifested. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. I don't see him no more.
2: You don't see him you don't, don't see don't him like anymore him. but like there's a lot of children <laughs> there's a lot of children no seriously what he's, you said you're it not, no he's think not wrong. Papa was a rolling Because <laughs> all I could think of is Jaden Smith no I, I mean I I think it's bigger than that I, okay. I don't think I don't think you need to necessarily think sonically right I think you need to think about him changing um, socially the openness. So Lonnie the, Bro, the story, Lonnie Bro, Lonnie the old, Bro, the old, the old, like like to, for black people to recognize this man,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right, and um for him to be so relevant, and and to realize like yo, he's he's written for so many people, mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm, that gave him a certain platform, or we recognize like, oh he can he can speak to sexuality yeah and those are conversations that we need to have um and so when i when i think about him i i care less about sonically he's amazing mm-hmm. like nostalgia ultra channel orange. channel orange yep yeah they are amazing uh, probably probably like closer to home for me than blonde Mm -hmm. or anything else yeah right
3: those Um, those hit home for me too
2: but what i what i see for him is pushing the conversation yeah into boundaries that are on the surface uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and i love that
3: i remember having i remember because channel orange came out and I remember having a conversation with this boy I was talking to about pyramids. And like, I don't know. that pro- Honestly, that conversation we had, I was just like, oh, I kind of like you a little bit more because I respect. No, I respect the, what you're saying and I can agree with it. And I feel like we've reached a different point in our relationship where I feel like I can understand what you're articulating now. So, yeah, I, I agree with definitely what you're saying.
2: Yeah, because there's such a stigma uh, associated with um, just black male vulnerability, sexuality that isn't traditional, and um, us being able to express ourselves mm-hmm. in the full spectrum, right? Whether that be emotionally, intellectually, spiritually. Mm-hmm. And I think he did his part in that way.
3: Yeah, Frank was Frank was very pivotal. Like a song that myself and my friend Kelsey, we always share with each other as one of our favorites is Polly Jones. Yeah. And I don't know, it's so short and simple and sweet and it's just like it gets to the point. And there's so many innuendos and like anecdotes within that song. And we're just like, yo, wow, like you Polly Jones, you know? But um yeah, I mean Frank was Frank was cool. I'm glad I'm glad he appeared in this decade, but also Tyler the Creator. He scared me at first. I did not know what the fuck I was getting into with that you nigga. You I loved him. Goblin like mm. the black eyes and mm-hmm. shit, he scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. Um Earl Sweatshirt like yeah. so I definitely was picking up that energy from him from Max mm-hmm. cuz he put me onto them. Um and who else? Oh, it was a lot of people in this decade. We had The Weeknd. Oh my gosh, The Weeknd! Wow.
1: Oh god. Before
3: Trilogy, remember The Weeknd was doing his mixtapes. Yo, I was
2: no, he not for me. I was out. Yeah, I was, Trilogy was what opened it up.
3: Really? But Trilogy was all his mixtapes, like House of Balloons and oh yes, sure. my, I fucking loved House of Balloons. He was on it. I know. Before I was, so I mm. what, and I never saw his face so. That kind of is
2: what intrigued me too about him. You're 100% him. right. You're 100% right. We didn't see, right. his, fra- we we didn't didn't see never his face. We didn't see his Even that trilogy, we did not see We didn't me. see we didn't his know face. Who weekend, the weekend was. Nope. That is like a very, very good move. Mm-hmm. i love her. That was, that,
3: was mm-hmm. that was brave. That was brave. Yep. And that, I feel like that's why her and like. Um, party what's Next his name? Door. Party Next Door was, was in that was, era
1: that too. That wouldn't have happened. Party Next Door wouldn't have happened without The Weekend. I, yep. Lady Gaga, I didn't
4: like The
2: weekend key. and what? You think so? Lady Gaga low-key. She, no, was
3: she was, mon- she was monster, though. Like, Lady Gaga was like, a persona. Yeah. She was, like, in the drag queen, like, space, you know?
2: I, I feel like I didn't really fully... I didn't. Really you don't fully, understand that? Yeah, like, I didn't know what she looked like. Oh. W- oh or was, was that I Sia? Because Sia like. was kind of, like, yeah, on yeah, that yeah. level. Like, yeah. like, people were like, what's yeah, that's what was like, yo, if you don't know what I look like, then you don't have all these other things that you can judge me by. Yeah. Mm. Right? F- and so you can only, only sort of like figure me out through the music.
3: You know? I feel like Lady Gaga has just now like become more of like, I'm Stephanie more than the Lady yeah. Gaga persona. The persona all is the what-
2: early, early, like all the early cuts and who she was before me. like she also had the glasses. She mm-hmm. also had like the the wigs and, and the wigs and the I mean, you couldn't clothes really and everything. You're right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's cool. I think um we moved into a more... Huh. I think the music industry moved into more of like an authentic... More of a like... I don't know. I want to say in authentic. In your feelings. In your feelings? Because and here's, here's how,
1: how I see it. Now one's having this conversation. That Drake was more vulnerable in his feelings than most rappers had ever been. Male rappers mm, had ever been. Okay. And then you get your party next he door. You get your weekend... And then also what has come from this wave that I can't stand. So I'm not a, a Weekend fan. Like, mm-hmm. Weekend is, like, a you play 12 Weekend tracks for me, and there's probably, like, a chance that I like six of them. It's usually I like every other one. And right when I think I got you, it's like you lost me. But, like, he opened it up, and it was cool for him, and I'm still in the vibe of, like, sometimes it's like in these very dark places
0: mm-hmm. and I didn't
1: like that it became a wave that people are like I just want to be in a very dark place because it's the wave it's like I want to like if you're actually in there and that's where you are and that's the way that you write and where you but like I don't like this wave of like everybody's like what was it like I, all my friends are dead and all that shit it's like I don't like that wave that is like now a trend mm-hmm. it was like I feel I can feel it when it's authentic mm-hmm. it's like oh like hmm. this is where I'm at you feel like, like it sounds sad. back then not just him. I feel like yeah. there's a drag. Yeah. I feel like there was like, the drag. there was like the Drake. There was like the evolution yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like he was the first one that was like, "Dad, all your shit is pretty dark, dark and yeah. shit." But hard. I at least felt like for him, even though it wasn't for me, that I was like, "I feel like that is like who you are." Mm-hmm. Later on, I felt like people are like, "You're just trying to be dark because that's what's selling." Okay. Yes. And now everything on the radio is dark and depressing. And it's like I'm not yes. in the mood, yo. Like, yeah. everything, everything.
2: Ain't nobody bumping the grinding like, and making love no more. It's like coping, and this is like, damn, that's very very sad. Mm-hmm. It's like, cause the coping mechanism is often a substance. Yeah, yeah, and Anything. that's the that's the difficulty. It's not about like us like mm-hmm. generating conversations about like, yo, how do you think? How do you feel? It's um, Percocet. It
1: wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't until two thousand the 2010s that I started realizing it's like, you sound like you on pills. Mm-hmm. i never, yeah, there were probably tracks in like the
2: 2000s, early 2000s and 90s where people were on drugs, mm-hmm. but it
1: wasn't until the 2010s that I was like, you sound like you on
2: pills though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like beforehand when we were dealing with like, yo, I smell weed. Yeah. Right? It's like these artists that was listening to like, yeah, I smell weed. Mm-hmm. I drink somewhat mm-hmm. like, whatever but like But now that.
3: it's the wave.
2: Now, all oh of our popular artists. Not all. Yeah, that's majority. But the majority, they're the users. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that shift is fundamental that is. to what's societally happening.
3: Yeah, that is. You're right. Yep.
1: Because it was the wave for it. white rock and roll and then now it's been like black hip hop. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, you.
3: They're, because they're rock stars, like Black you Beatles, know. Ray Shremmer, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, We had SZA, SZA was in her feelings. Summer Walker, she's in her feelings currently. In always, a way yeah, nice. yep. Um, Kendrick Lamar, he rapped about some pretty dark
2: shit too. Yeah, I think Kendrick is a little bit more holistic. Yeah, cause it's like, like with most of these niggas, they're not thinking about the path out. No, Mm-mm. no, the path out. Yeah.
3: Kendrick, Kendrick is more thoughtful, definitely. Yeah.
2: Kendrick is thinking about like end to end. Like, yeah, I've been through some shit. Right. But, like, here's how I can influence.
3: And that's what I was thinking. Kendrick is more on a reflective path rather than I'm in this shit currently. Yeah. Like, yeah. I ain't been there, done that. There, you know, the drink, whatever dumb dumb shit that he did back in the day. Like, Good Kid, Mad City, and, you know, his mixtapes yeah, and he's shit. Like, not ex- he's ex- on a reflective period. Like, XXX, ex-
2: like, ex- ex- mm-hmm.
4: I think, is indicative of Currently, where our youth are at, like, and I'm I'm
2: probably misquoting, so you can you can look at it this as a paraphrase. Like, all my friends are dead. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. if it's That's Uzi shoot, verb. I don't. I don't. Oh, so it's Uzi. Yeah, it's like, that's all Uzi my verb. friends are dead. Like, is it shoot me in the head or is it like push me to the edge? All oh, my friends are dead. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, yo, we didn't grow up with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you're grow, right. We, we didn't go did it with that. And so it's like, what's going on? hmm What's going on? Are we so desensitized? I don't know. And we don't care enough that like, yo, these kids are just like, all right, I just I'm, feel
4: I'm like,
3: checked out. I just feel like it's so many extremes because I feel like hip-hop and R&B culture, because I feel like they're congruent now. Um, they've almost become synonymous okay. at this point because yeah, all your favorite rappers are singing and all your favorite singers are rapping. Um mm. I wanna get into like the idea of the misogyny. It's still chasing we're still chasing the misogyny and the the luxurious life of being a rapper and a rock star and having women and money and all that. But now it's like on the dark side of being like this shit ain't all fun. It ain't all gassed up to what we thought... What what we want y'all to think it is. Like, more money, more problems. Biggie said it, but this is what the fuck we living in. I feel we- like
1: that, like... Um, more people are being honest about that and I think that's something that's happened in the 2010s too even with not even celebrities but people being like this is what's going on with my mental health, this is what's going on I'm um, mm-hmm. not happy and Gosh. all this stuff Cardi has done plenty of videos of being like I'm famous now but this shit ain't all that what I wanted yeah, it to boy. be like yeah. I, I like that and want more of that from people and while um, Cardi gets cracks for oh she shouldn't be as transparent as she yeah. is, it's like one of those things that I like really appreciate um that people are slowly trying to figure out and get their footing on mm-hmm. at least new artists. is like, I can be who I am mm-hmm. without being super polished and all the things. Mm-hmm. And you need the balance like with everybody else who's like being dark and super sad yeah. and just not saying shit and leaving you there, you know?
3: Yeah, I agree. I do think they're more leaning towards the sad because it's trendy. Yeah. Or the, the more drug use and all that culture because it's the trendy shit. It's yeah. like, if I Google certain key terms, like, I want perks, I want all this shit. Because back in the day, like, we had, we heard sipping on some Scissor. That shit was, like, kind of yeah. new to us. We weren't sip, involved. Sip. Right, but that shit was I'm one song in a plethora of songs that was about shaking ass and booty grabbing. You know what I'm saying? Versus now, it's just, like, I'm on perks. I don't know. I'm on refocus.
2: I want to refocus this conversation on the misogyny. Okay. Right. Because we have had something happen in the past two years that's specifically been about the rise
4: of black female rappers. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about people like J.D. Yeah.
3: Strippers on the microphone and shit.
2: Yeah. And it's Mm -hmm. just like, yo, what have you been talking about the whole time? Okay. What have you been talking about the whole time? That's very much different. Getting ass from from what these, these women, women are these strippers about. that you love mm-hmm.
3: to the windows to the walls. Seriously though, I mean it's yeah, funny, but like we seriously. need to
2: unpack this shit because mm-hmm. in two thousand and ten that conversation I think this has been might have to be another episode of No Fucking Class 2.
3: Yeah, seriously, like this mm-hmm. is this is a breakdown of culture too, like the the shift in the culture that we are speaking of, like. It's it's crazy the extremes that it's it's been so far like the misogyny from the nineties and like the xxx rated shit until like now it's kind of like x rated because we're talking about the prolific drug use and shit like that like sadness and not not coping with it in healthy ways yeah but keep going with the misogyny no
2: and like that that shit is a problem for me.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: It's like you have this whole history, right? We we can very consciously, like, look at what like
2: everything, all the tropes, right? That have existed. We have evidence big, in these videos. Big, yeah, yeah. Big pimping, spending cheese, on a yacht. Yeah. Lady shakin' ass.
3: Can I just tell you that I thought mm. big Pimpin' was big pimping, spending cheese. Yup. <laughs> Oh, and yeah, so like, you look at that
2: and it's like, this it is no different. Mm-hmm. It's no different. Because it's the same thing that you talk about. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck are you talking, J.D.?
4: And he's not the only one. No. Mm-hmm. Right? No, he's not. This is the male not. perspective. Why do you have a problem with this? And I think that speaks to an insecurity. Right? And a condition that we need to change. And so when
2: I look at Megan The Stallion, mm-hmm. Saweetie, mm-hmm. Um, Cardi, um, City Girls, all that shit.
4: I love that
2: shit. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't listen to their music all the time. It's like, yeah, fucking challenge these niggas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make them come out and speak their ignorance. It's a
1: bold thing to me. Oh, okay, I remember Tom. It's a both thing to me because it's like, uh, okay, if we're not going to change and switch it up, then it's only fair that women be able to do the same shit and, like, you need to eat that shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm always on the same as, like, yo, this is a broken system. I don't want all of us to keep on operating in the same broken system and be mm-hmm. like, let's equally operate into it. Let's, like, figure out a way. And I'm still waiting on it, like, how, when, at what point do we move on to this? Like we don't want to objectify women. We shouldn't objectify men. Like at what point are we gonna be like we all just gonna and everybody acknowledges it mm-hmm. and it's like we still go on. No, with the everybody same thing.
2: doesn't acknowledge it though.
1: There, there's gotta be acknowledgement of that. Like men, even if men, men are like men need to acknowledge. But even in men being like these are my bitches and like that's acknowledgement. You men may not want to go that deep and acknowledge and have a conversation about that, but that alone right there is acknowledgement of of something. No, and you, I men need, know enough that like you don't go in certain spaces and use that, right? No, so I, need, of that I need.
2: I need men to fully acknowledge it in a real way, where it's just like if we're still having conversations about like what women are allowed to say and what they're not allowed to say, like from a male perspective, then we fail. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. in no way are we close to still, doing We're any... still having those conversations, and for me, that's just like oh shit, like, nah. Yeah, we're yeah. still a long, way. That's like, long way. no, like, no, 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 no. Like, what he did, J.D. I'm speaking about, mm-hmm. um, and there have been other niggas who have done this, and I'm just like, yo, like, what world am I living in? It's
3: still 2019.
2: And, like, I've learned, Girl, no, most of the things that I've learned, I have learned from women. Mm-hmm. My my dad has been instrumental in my life, but outside of that, it has been women who have taught me the ways of the world. I'm mm.
3: sorry, but a lot of these rappers been raised by single women, so I mean let's I, give, I will let's, always let's remember that.
1: Remy was like when she right before she went in jail, she was like, Yo, there can be one hundred rappers out and they will always be like there's only like one spot for one female and always want us to fight for it. And then mm-hmm. the two females have to fight for it. Out of those one hundred rappers, ninety percent of them are gonna be whack as shit and mm. nobody gonna say shit about Wank it. But the two female rappers they gonna make them fight about it and battle yep. about it. And it's like that's we all see it and then we still go on this same thing and and just let it's it happen like, and let it perpetuate. It's, it's
2: slightly changed, right? So it's like I'm I'm looking at it, and, it's like, and I wanna I wanna I wanna be very, very honest about this and, and open about this. We exist in a time where and I love it. Like we have more space for, for female rappers. Yeah. Like I love Megan. Mm-hmm. I love Cardi. Mm-hmm. I love Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. I love No Name. Mm-hmm. I love Jean Gray. Mm-hmm. I
4: like, I love all of that shit. Saweetie included. Yeah. And um it's just like that's just the start. That's just the start. Cause we need to allow so
2: much more space. Cause when we had a Lauren Hill, we didn't appreciate it. Nah, we did not appreciate it. And because we did not. No,
4: no, No. hell, no, No. nigga, no, No. nigga. Wait, why? No, No. No.
2: we did not appreciate it. Cause if we would have appreciated it, she wouldn't have to do all the shit that she does now. Where it's just like, yeah. oh, you need to call me queen. She's rebelling. You need to do all this shit. And you need like, yes, function. those yeah. are setting boundaries. Oh, you those are like setting the- boundaries. Wait, are you You're saying right. like the it's industry not- didn't appreciate her or us as fans
1: didn't appreciate her? But
2: the industry is I reflective. I the industry is a reflective of
3: society. I think both mm. because I think now we're like, we're at a point where we want Lauren to be who we want her to be. And she's still on that trajectory where she's like I don't give a fuck what y'all say I'm gonna do what I'm doing and mm-hmm. I'm keeping it the way I want and that's 100 with me you know what I'm saying no I don't think we appreciated her because we were expecting her to be a machine and, and crank
2: out more shit and she mm. shut that shit down no we didn't appreciate her mm. we like, did like when I think when I think about that and I was just like that's so sad that mm-hmm.
4: you came up you came up in the errors and like even if she came up in this error, it wouldn't have worked it wasn't mm-hmm. a word. You think about,
2: like, no name specifically. She's talking, she just recently, maybe within the last few months, was just like, I don't know if I want to continue touring.
3: Yeah, because of the white crowds. Because mm-hmm. I get majority white crowds. Mm-hmm. What does that
2: speak to? Yeah. Oh, they understand my words. They understand how I'm socially connected.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? I am not Cardi. But they don't feel me, though. I am not. I am not all these other niggas. Right? I'm not Remy. And, and so it's just like, how hard is it for her to go out in front of that audience and let her soul on the line for white audiences? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Just for some white one and three claps.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I'm,
4: gonna,
2: I'm just like, yo, you are carrying the legacy and
4: burden of a Lauryn Hill, mm-hmm. of a Billy Holiday, of an Adam James, and I'm just like, when does this
2: Nina stop?
0: Simone.
2: N- Nina Simone. Mm. Like, when does this stop? Mm. When do we sort of like take charge and like realize like, yo,
4: we need to be more, you know, considerate and fucking like allow our black women who are the people that are the foot soldiers for fighting injustice and give them the platform that they deserve because mm-hmm. when I look at Diddy, Jay-Z, Nas Chance mm-hmm. um, all these things y w Melly Roddy Rich mm-hmm.
2: I had a white person ask me like about no names issue with having all white audiences Wow. she should have an issue Mm. Oh, that's what they said? No, 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 no. She, he just asked me, he's like, oh. yo, what's your perspective? Okay. Because I want to understand. And this is my homie. And he's like, I just want to understand. And he understands, like, yo, we fill up most of this country.
4: Mm. Right? So, like, what is she struggling with? Because most of the people that I talk to don't know.
0: Mm.
4: Hmm. And most of the black men that you talk to, don't care And that is important because mm-hmm. she should be able to walk into a venue and sort of uh, you know sh- show her whole soul
3: mm-hmm.
2: and her whole experience
3: and it be felt and
2: exa- excavate
4: that shit in a way where she feel like she can heal mm. And if she can't do that. She's looking at a white audience. We felt mm. We don't support. So when she calls us out, you expect her to look at a white audience and be okay?
2: She's talking about her experience. That's something we should identify with. Mm. And we don't allow space for black women, black entertainer, black female entertainers to exist. I gotta think on this some more. I
1: we went to see Jamila Woods this year, and I was mm-hmm. surprised at how many white people were there. It wasn't majority white people, but there was a good amount of white people mm-hmm. in there, and I was surprised. And I was like, "This is Jamila Woods, though. Like, mm-hmm. why the fuck? Her music is black as fuck. Like, why are y'all here? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's
2: interesting. Mm-hmm. I think, I think so. My take on it would be that like niggas don't have time to think about shit. We don't. No, we try to put food on the table. We're trying to make sure that you get home safely. You live are trying to make sure true. you survive. Yeah, like so, survival comes first
3: before thought, thoughtfulness, and emotional maturity and shit. Yeah, you don't got time. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's like, I like on this, on this conversation.
3: I do. I <laughs> know. This is a whole Yeah. Oh shit! Let's go on. Let's move on.
2: All Oops, right. <laughs> so the next topic and this relates to biopics, hmm. is momentous movies, right? Mm-hmm. And so we've, I think, we've already talked about Moonlight and the impact that it's had culturally yeah. and socially, um, but there are quite a few other movies that have
4: had so much of um, just like a just like a bomb in the cultural space for America and has allowed us to have dialogues Mm -hmm. and
2: conversations that we wouldn't typically have um, that we need to call out. Um, One of them that I see on this list, Selma is huge. Yep. Get out.
3: Get out was huge.
2: Yes. So we can start this conversation and get out. Because I think that... Do
3: we know each other then?
1: Like the were we doing the podcast? Thing? I know we didn't record we on it, mm-hmm. but did we?
2: Yeah, I believe yeah. we were. Okay. Because get out get with out someone new. Yeah. Yeah. Get out with someone new. Joy Pill was. Yeah. You know, get out it's, was more It's super relevant, and um, I I think that there has been an expansion. Yeah. Right, in how you view black culture mm-hmm. and what we're able to offer to you. Yeah. Right, in our understanding of America. The
3: sunken place was a Woo! big. Deal. It was a big topic
2: that we, we you know, hallelujah. We, we
3: didn't talk about, but you know we could get into it. I think it helped to it helped us to kind of express ourselves in what we feel in white America for real, for real.
2: Yes, yes, and um, there are people who are super masterful, and hmm. how they um position
1: ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of few movies that I can appreciate that can be for both audiences in that for black people can watch that movie and be like I left understanding this and I related to this and white people can have a totally different um understanding and connection to it and that both are okay mm-hmm. theres sometimes I go places and I'm like what you walking away with thinking and it's like that's not okay but it's like it's it was just placed and put in a way that it was like both black and white people can walk away and still be like okay i got something that i need to like think on and mm-hmm. got something from that that like feels fine that doesn't even feel like it can happen with i had never felt with movies before and i'd be like oh no i don't want to talk to white people about it i don't want to know what you think about it or all this but i was like yo this has actually generated good yeah. conversation on both sides that's like uh, i like that i appreciate that
4: how do you feel about us Us was good. It didn't do the same thing for me. Hmm. Hmm. It
1: didn't do the same thing for me. Um, I do want to see us again. I only saw it once. I saw. Mm-hmm. I did watch Get Out. What like two or three times, but
2: so, it didn't do so the same for me as Get the Out. Get Out hit closer. Obviously, Get Out hits closer to home. Yeah. Right. So what Us for me does is um it. It magnifies the social condition that exists in America, mm. Mm, right? And and in that sense, it is almost a sequel to Get Out, mm-hmm. mm, where it's just like this is what you've done to Black people,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and this, this is-, is this is how the effect
3: mm-hmm.
2: of the
4: foundation mm, has affected mm-hmm. your world, mm, right? You not care about people. Not care about community. Um, you do not think introspectively, right? You are not connected,
2: mm-hmm. there's no synergy. It is not about building a, a system or a society that works for everyone, mm-hmm.
4: right? And in that sense, you generate revolution, right? Because the underlying Consciously been ignored, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so that's what I see between these
2: two mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's how I viewed it. And in that sense, Jordan Peele to me is a genius that yeah. we have needed mm-hmm. to, you know, just continue talking about the complexities mm-hmm. of race in America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause like we don't no. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't pay attention to to all these idiosyncrasies.
3: No, that's too deep. Superficially us, these were people trying to connect across the world on the superficial level. But then when you dig deep into it, you're like you're thinking about that doppelganger, what that doppelganger represents. Mm. And it's like you were the spit of the society. You were underground. like You were not thought of. And you know the reason red was underground was because she was kind of thrown away as trash, like you know, yeah. but she had a voice for some reason because she was supposed to be on on the surface, you know
2: yeah and like even even when you think about that because it, it it does take a a certain level of just an investigation, right. And really wanting to, like, break through into that movie to understand how it connects. It's like, why were they
4: underground? Hmm. What symbolism exists there? We know the history of America. Underground Railroad. Hmm. Right? This uh, idea of escape. Right? To return to freedom. Right? For For an oppressed people. Right And so there's so much
2: happening there for me that's just like, damn, yeah, you I want to talk I want to talk about this because this is just get out, but like, this is the second lecture. Yeah. Mm.
3: I think that movies have gone in a space where they're not only just superficial, like we can get a lot out of these movies now. Like we had I know listed we had um Creed for color girls, and um, why did I get married to certain movies like that, but it's like at the basis of it, these are like cultural representatives, like they used to represent something so minuscule back in the day, yeah. especially for like creed and for color girls and stuff like that, like well,
1: not for color girls,
3: well, for color girls, no. Not really, but sure. at the same time, that was something that was adapted previously. Like you know, that was an adaptation of something, and now it was on a bigger screen, and we got to see him in different characters. And like, then people were just like, we weren't having those conversations back then. No. We just weren't. No. In my opinion, but now if the Color Girls, came best. out. Yeah, but if a yeah. Color Girls would have came out closer towards the end of the, the 2010s, like, the conversations we be completely different yeah. because now we're in a space culturally where we're having those conversations, like, about us and get out and stuff like that, where we're experiencing black culture. And it's on a big screen, and people who aren't just black are paying money to go see this and kind of understand what's happening in our world.
1: So my movie of the decade and probably one of my favorite movies now is queen and slim Mm. that was
3: you see it yet no
1: oh gosh yeah i want to see it again while i'm on winter break Mm. and it just i had never seen anything that (sighs) you know you start movies and you're like i'm ready for this problem that happened with the way that the person is casted or where the movie goes mm-hmm. it was like the first time i was able to relax into a movie for a while mm-hmm. i love the way that it was like okay we're gonna do there is light parts where we're talking about race and we're serious but we can also laugh about it at points in it there was like those breaks into it the relationship between the two of them where he wasn't trying to be um dominant, aggressive mm-hmm. male in there and mm-hmm. they like it was just like in the symbolization that was in it, I was like, I that was gold. Like there there's a lot of movies in there, but when I saw that and it it, it was unexpected. And I mm-hmm. was like, This is beautifully done, Lena Waite did the damn thing. Yeah. Like all of it if I can't think of another movie that included all the things that are that need to be discussed, that mm-hmm. need to be broken down, that was just like all combined in that movie that was like Yeah. beautiful i
2: still need to watch that movie
1: okay so other movies straight out of compton fences hidden figures i'm not your negro grill trip black Plansman came out Mm -hmm. sorry to bother you that was another movie that that was yeah that was something oh gosh if bill street could talk um and then for the kids, Coco came out. Aww, so, uh, I loved
3: Coco. I did too. That was a good movie. It made me cry. It did um, make me cry too.
1: <laughs> inside, out. Oh, The brother came out this
3: decade. Oh yeah, I didn't. I only saw that once. I only saw that once. Twelve Years a Slave, Precious. Those are all the movies <laughs> I saw once. Cause I don't know if I'm ready for all those. But uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, Concussion. So, mm-hmm. those are some of the movies of the decade.
3: Yeah. So, you want to move on to, well, we kind of got into a conversation about, like, the activism and resistance movements and stuff like that. A little in the films that we talked about, but you want to get into it a little more?
1: Yeah, so, we talked about the Me Too movement yeah. with Harvey Weinstein. We oh, did that already. in yeah. Time's Up. Um, We talked about Baltimore Uprising with Freddie Gray's murder. Mm-hmm. We talked about Kaepernick a little bit. Um...
3: Yeah. And Nike's been on his wheels, too. Oh
1: my gosh. Yeah. This, Nike be playing fucking games.
3: Nike Nike's on Nike is trying to be on the come up just from the cap and they alone.
1: Nike is Cuz
3: they're like we want to be on I think they they got in the room and they were like we want to be on the on the liberal side of things. They no they
1: want to get the money. Yeah, they That's get what the they shmoney. they always want whatever side they can get on to get the anyway. Mm-hmm. Um well, oh, Pose came out this year. Oh, yeah. Pose on, on FX. FX. Mm-hmm. Which, I. If you would have told me years ago that a show like that would have came out in that this would decade, exist I would have been like, no. Pose. And that was outside
3: out. of RuPaul's Drag Race, honestly.
1: Pose? Yes. Pose on FX? Nope. So it's about. It? Okay. So, it's about the um, ballroom scene Mm -hmm. in the late 80s, and the second season is in the 90s. That's basically about people of color, um, all Mm -hmm. queer and trans folk, and it just really breaks down the, like, in that time, talking about HIV and AIDS, Mm -hmm. about um, queer people experiencing homelessness. And death.
2: Death, yes.
3: P-O-S-E. Yes. What do you think of me
2: saying? Oh, I thought you said... Like no. Poles, like P O L E S. Pose. I've watched the Pose. I've watched Pose. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Now. I was like, it sounds very familiar. Yeah, I was like, get into the conversation. I was like, y'all talking about Pose? I was like, yeah. Oh gosh. All right, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm here now. I'm here. All now. right. Um, I watched that I like, watched that show. I like it.
1: Yeah. Very very good fit for the activism and resistance section. Mm-hmm. Um, Lizzo. I put her in here because yo, I have not seen a woman, as she proclaims to, as she says it's fat, be so um, in your face about it and love the shit. Mm-hmm. It's just like yo, I'm About fat. being fat? Yeah, about I'm fat. I'm going to remind you about it. I'm okay with it. In a way that I had never seen um, big women do that, and be like, "I'm not making fun of myself." I'm not and ashamed not be- of me. Yeah, and like I, when I look back on examples of like even Monique on the Parkers, mm-hmm. like in a lot of way, even though she was the star of the show, she was also like the brunt of the joke, and also like always made fun of herself. But to be like, "Okay, I'm mm-hmm. beautiful. I'm na- not making fun of myself." Um, big girls can do this shit too. It was like, okay, that's what's up. Another thing that I would have been like I didn't think we was ready for in this decade. In a lot of ways we still aren't ready. She still gets a lot of shit on it. But I'm Lizzo like, oh, well, has been fighting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She's been fighting. I mean, I, I think that she she has done certain things that maybe have have been out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically the Laker game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um the I don't, gate. I don't yeah, I don't necessarily Everybody's agree gate. with that. Everything else though the hate that she's received is super unnecessary. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and I think as a community, we need to sort of unpack that. And, but
2: I mean, part of it has a lot to do with just like when you are socially irrelevant,
4: people hate on you.
3: So, I like I like Lizzo's movement, but also I want to get into the body positivity mm-hmm. movement. Because I feel like had it not been like a socially acceptable thing for white girls to be like, Body positive, we love our stretch marks, we love our fat rolls, mm-hmm. all that, Lizzo probably would have still been in the little shadows and like mm-hmm. she would have been like, You're cute for a black girl type of thing. Mm-hmm. Instead of we're embracing you body positivity. Ashley Graham, she's a plus size model type deal and she ain't even that thick, you feel me? But Lizzo or, you know, because everybody was making fun of Gabby Ray Sidibe as Precious or, you know, even when she was on Empire. Like, people had fucking jokes on her. Don't get me on that. Mm-hmm. But seriously. I'm still mad. Everybody had had jokes on Gabby. And Gabby wasn't necessarily hiding. It was like, I'm in your face with my, with my shit, but mm-hmm. y'all still trying to come for me too. And then Lizzo comes in and she twerking and she popping that thing and she getting her little flute going and stuff, and she's making y'all laugh. She's loud and obnoxious with her bullshit, and she don't she saying she don't give a fuck even if things still hurt her. She gonna act like it don't. Mm-hmm. But without, I feel like without the whole push towards body positivity, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I mean, of course Lizzo would have been like, yeah yeah, she cute in the black hemisphere because. Mm-hmm. We all we all do the like she cute in the face type of thing, mm. but how mm. much push she, would she have had had it not been for like I think that's that room and-
1: that's really valid too because she is um very mainstream and very pop, um and wow I never thought about that that in with white audience mm-hmm. about also how much that has propelled her but for most black people that like her maybe have been like oh I like this song I like this song but like what she represents Mm -hmm. most of the black people are like I like Mm -hmm. more of what she represents than the music that she is making Mm -hmm. and then I've seen more white people that are like oh what she represents is cool but I like the The music music." that she makes yeah Yeah. wow I mean I
2: think she's the perfect representation of a right place right time Mm -hmm. and uh, to your point white America there are a lot of white women, and then white gay males Mm. mm, who think that they have a black woman inside of them. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, what? Yeah, and so when you you think about that and those identity politics, right, it makes sense that Lizzo in this this liberal Mm. mm, left-wing society that we're moving towards, that she would flourish. Mm. And then you, you couple that with all of these other voices that feel like they are not heard. Mm-hmm. And then it makes sense for, for black people to not like necessarily or like, and I don't think it's everyone but I think it's like a sp- specific like small section. Mm-hmm. A small group of black people are just like,
0: ah eh, she don't
2: represent us. Because mm-hmm. they just hate
4: Mm-hmm. But that just it speaks to the dynamics of race in America. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I would say Lizzo, keep doing what you're doing. Feeling
2: good as hell. Yeah. <laughs> like they need to kiss your ass. All <laughs> oh, the song you had on your my
1: commercial. Ass. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um. Last thing that I have is, of course, Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Um we lost a lot of lives today to this year on I mean, this decade to police brutality and yeah. other forms. Um, but what I like that has come out of it, for example, Trayvon Martin's mom um, running for office. Um, there's another mom, um, was it Eric Garner's mom that's also running for office. So I'm excited to see what 2020 is going to bring in, um, People mobilizing and being more active in, uh, and this is another conversation, but being more active um, in politics and in elections, Mm -hmm. even though that's a system that I don't have a lot of faith in and believe in (laughs) very much. But it's also good to see different faces in there. So maybe at some point, I will have faith and believe Mm -hmm. in it if there's more people in there that I I begin to trust. Um, So hopefully that's a glimpse of what we'll get into our 2020. Mm -hmm. Um. last thoughts anything that we didn't talk about that y'all want to add on here Max oh me
2: <laughs> uh, oh me
3: yes you've I been mean, waiting to get back to us to talk to us
2: uh, I, I think I'll return to the conversations that we were having before we started this you know black people need to deal with their trauma um, people of color need to deal with their trauma and needs to be open about having conversations about that and it doesn't need to be defensive you need to unpack it with mm-hmm. the same people that you rock with um, and if we can't do that then you cannot arrive at solutions we spend so much time and right now I'm speaking specifically about black men um, trying to cope And defend ourselves. And if you do that, you cannot live life.
3: Where is the love?
2: Yes. What I want. I got a song for it all. (laughs) What I want for for black people. But seriously. is be able to find
4: um, not only themselves, but find a life worth living in America. I want black people to live. I want you to think
2: about your thoughts. I want you to think about what you want. I want you to think about what you enjoy. I want you to be present in moments. I want you to live. I understand the condition. I understand that you have a lot to deal with. Right? But do you, if you do not take these strides to learn how to live in this space, then your whole life can go by you
3: question for you yeah. since you have this beautiful advice how are you going to implement those things in your life personally
2: the the first thing that i'm doing is just being open about it so talking about it not being scared of uh my vulnerabilities right i've i've gotten into therapy
0: mm-hmm.
2: i've started to talk about that with the men that are in my life and whether or not they're receptive i don't really care all right um, so it's all you gonna about, be open or not? no, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all about it's all about being open um and not being scared <laughs> to show that I am not um infallible all right so that that's the number one thing that I do, but the second thing is you need to care enough about yourself that you prioritize yourself.
3: and how are you doing that?
2: It's self-care. So, like, getting up in the morning, if you need to meditate,
4: if you need to exercise, if you need to do yoga and stretch, if you need to talk to yourself, right, and create space for yourself, if you need to say no,
2: which is something that hmm. I think we are conditioned um, not to readily say, Yeah. do that. I, I have um, probably towards the latter part of my 20s have talked to so many people who have felt like they are a bad person
4: because they did not show up for someone um, and at a moment's notice. I'm just like, no. like What did you need? Like What did you need in that moment? How are you feeling? Be in tune. Be in tune with yourself. Talk to yourself. Be introspective. Reflect. Right? Because if you are not, then it is harder to figure out how you need to move. Mm. And so that
2: reflection is key. It's key. And so that's what that's what
4: I would encourage people to do. Yeah. Like, don't feel like you're selfish. And if you are, so what? like people have conversations with you whatever whatever you need to flourish in this world do that do that
3: yeah so to your to your point i i appreciate the advice that you've given i want to relate it more to myself In um 2020 i'll be entering a new decade of my life and if i see myself to the end of this decade god willing um I'm definitely having more conversations with myself and about how I want to move forward in this next decade in terms of building my foundation and planting my roots. Um, I'm doing something that's a little terrifying to me. I'll probably be changing my career trajectory. Um, I'm going back to school and getting another degree. So there might be some changes on that, well, there'll definitely be some changes on that front, but that's something that I'm very passionate about. And I don't feel like I'm smart enough at this moment, but I'm keeping myself motivated and you know, trying to talk to different people to help encourage me to and you know, to be brave and to convince myself that I'm smart enough to do it. Um, but I'm working through a lot of stuff in my brain basically just trying to break down the trauma that I put myself through, the trauma that I've experienced in my life throughout my childhood and in some some in my adulthood and things that happen in my family. Um and just moving forward. And I'm not pushing I'm very ambitious. So whatever I go for, I go for with a passion and I always try to see it through to the end. And I'm realizing and I was telling Anthony and Maxwell this earlier that You can't do that in people because everyone has their own concept and their own way of dealing. Some people are not open to what you're giving them or receiving what you're giving them. So I am in a space where I'm allowing people to be who they are to me in that moment and not putting them in a position where I think they need to be something more than what they are at this moment you know i'm accepting people for who they are basically and um it's heartbreaking sometimes because i want so much for other people in my life but at the same time it's a reality check i need because it allows me to not spend so much energy on something that i could be u- utilizing that energy for in my own life and uh being you know, propelling myself to greatness. So 2020 into 2030, my plans are to just build on me. Bigger and better. And hopefully you will all see the fruits of that labor very, very soon.
2: We, we will. And I, I want to see the, the number one thing. I mean, we need to give a hand clap. Because you're smart as hell. You're capable as hell.
4: You know, like Thank you, you. You know what you're doing. And we'll hear with you through your journey. Oh my so. gosh, I might
3: cry. Shut smart. up. Oh smart. my gosh, I'm going to cry. Yeah. Stop. No, <laughs> I'm show. also going to be learning how to accept compliments in 2020. It's <laughs> hard. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. hard. Yeah, but thank you. Thank you so much for that.
1: Yeah, even so much so. that I was surprised that you said that at all. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm super surprised. Yeah.
3: We all, we all got our things we got to deal with.
1: We do. What
3: you doing, Anthony?
1: Um... I'm realizing that um and this is kinda of like in reflecting on the decade mm-hmm. that the way that I started and the way that I ended it's so different, such a totally different person. And that it's like, yo, um, God only allows you to be in waves and in sessions for like how long you need to and then pushes you on to the next thing. So mm-hmm. like in this decade, seeing how like I've dealt with like everything from race, relationships, sexuality, masculinity, like all these things that um before this decade and younger that I like didn't have the tools to do and I was like, I don't have time to because I'm like hustling and all this shit. Um, and then when the, I had the time, opportunity and tools is like, thanks, I'm finally going to start to unpack these things. And it's like, yo, there's not an end point to this, that this continues on and on. Um, and so commitment to myself to keep on doing that work. But which always happens on top of, on top of what you learn from like the other two years, like Mm. those things don't just like go away. Like it's on top of and it makes more of your learning and interactions and operations more complicated because you're trying to like hold all of these things and these experiences. Um, And so in that trying to be true to who I am that I've learned from those experiences. So that means being true and showing up with family the way that I would show up in other places that mm. respects me and honors who I am which has been hard because I realize um, that I do a lot of compromising of who I am I'm not really Ooh. my true self when I'm with family okay. and so it's like practicing and being like really? I'm showing up here the way that like I need to show up and that it's healthy for me because in a lot of ways the way that the person y'all see is not healthy for me um, and part of that goes into continuing this hey I'm getting older and my role in family is different and so I need to also craft and show y'all the way that I'm gonna fill the role I'm not gonna do it the same way that like my parents did it Mm -hmm. the way that my cousins did it I have to be able to be me in that um so yeah a big part of that is is family um I'm at a place that in work and career that it was like that it's been like okay you um had to spend some years on doing some observation and some learning. I'm ready to move into the action. Like I'm ready. I feel like I have enough stuff that it's like, okay, I'm ready to do shit bigger, um, louder, more audaciously. That's where I'm at with that. Um
3: You and your lizzo feeling good as hell, yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that pretty much sums it up for the most part. It's like I know that um my plan is tomorrow and the day after to, like, map out and figure out what my plans are for the year. Like, yeah. set some goals, and I usually set, like, quarter goals and things like that. Nice. Um, so, I'll be doing that, but it honestly is, like, I know that I can feel the transition that it's, like, okay, this phase we've learned and you've got most of that. You're great to move into different territory, and it's, like, preparing myself for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm excited to see the, I mean... That's a whole other thing about being okay with aging. I'm not excited about the end of 2020 and being, you know, another decade older, but I'm excited about the lessons to be learned and experiences in it. So Yeah.
3: And I think, I also think that because I was talking to my mother like a couple weeks ago and I was just like, my mother had me when she was 30 years old. So we'll be entering a new decade together. And I was just like, I don't know how you did it. But the blessing I have from being a child of a parent who, I guess they were in that space where they were like, "Well, know how the fuck we doing it, but we doing it." Like the sacrifices that my parents made for me and my brother, like I'm reaping the benefits of those blessings, and now I can push the trajectory of my family forward a little bit. You know, just move a little, a little bit. Closer to Just like the success the we all want to see, yeah. Like I'm, I feel like I always say this too. I feel like we're the improvement on their design, mm-hmm. our parents or whoever we were raised by, whoever we were influenced by when we were growing up. You know, I think 2020, this new decade, we can show how big of the improvement we are on that design because the beginning of 2010, like we were, we were kids, kind of, you know. Like, we were adults, technically, but there was so much that we lacked in understanding and we could not figure out until we kind of got into the space where we were comfortable enough to figure that shit out. Mm-hmm. So, we're, pro- we're improvements on our parents' design, y'all. I
1: like the way you said that, too, because it's so much for for you not being the, like, we gotta be the... um. Best that ever did it out of and beat out everybody else. It's like like being the improvement for like me and for my situation. You mm. know what I mean? That oh makes me think of the Queen and Slim quote when he was like, "Why black people always gotta be great?"
3: Yeah, why black excellence? Yeah, but Max didn't see the movie. He didn't though. see the movie though, so he,
1: <laughs> he missed the whole. I'ma see. I'ma see. <laughs> um, do y'all have any awards y'all wanna give out for the decade?
3: I wanna get my award the Queen of Slam. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Um, let's see. I would like to. Huh. Hmm. Oh. I wanna give an award to. <laughs> We didn't even talk about this, but one of the scandals was the fire Festival. I'm going to give it a word yes. Because that made for great fucking entertainment for anybody else who wasn't involved in that bullshit.
2: Yes. It's
3: like, damn, people with money could get scammed too? How about it? You know, I just thought that was funny. And I also think it's hilarious that Jabra was just like, I want to try another fire Festival, but it's not going to be like this one. Like... I just think it's hilarious. I'm yeah,
2: going to give just a. just released a song. Irk. Dang. Just, uh, Ew. Because he just got a legal What's my
3: motherfucking name? Are you a I'm like, you should have been glad
1: that you got all that shit clean and exactly. you still acting up. Uh, okay. I have three. I'm going to do one. Okay. I'm going to do the great philosopher award and I'm giving that to baby because in this de- decade, he gave us the, is you done or is you finished?
3: Oh my gosh. Put some respect on my name also. You forgot about that.
1: Is
2: you going to put some respect I, on his I, name. If you
3: can honor Ray J, let this man
2: honor Baby. Breakfast Club is the same thing. I'm going to give it I'm. I mean, I'm questioning your line, but I, <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. You didn't allow me that space, but, you know, I'm going to do that for you.
3: You got him the award, Max?
2: Um, I'm going to give my r- award to the Evolution of Sports and um, specifically basketball. When we look at LeBron James and Jalen Rose opening up their own schools. Mm. Right, so being able to leverage your platform in such a way that contributes back to your community. Mm.
3: Shout out to people who aren't dumb jocks, though.
2: Yes. Mm. That was yes. a
3: stereotype that lived for a very long time. Yes, yeah.
2: you do not have to shut up and dribble. Um, and I think that that is still a conversation that we are having um as it relates to sports and and so as a fan um I, i believe in that you know you you are a person that is full of so many different um just emotions ideas thoughts um and so you should not be restricted to a box that people put you in. Mm. And any time that you can break outside of that box, that is a huge win, especially when you can help other people. Mm. So I will give my award to anybody.
3: I like that who does too. That. Mm. I like the award that you gave out mostly because, I mean, we all, especially in the black community, like growing up, everybody wanted to be like an athlete not everybody i'll quote unquote on that but like there was a point in time where parents were pushing their kids to be more of athletes mm-hmm. you know and just being like if you want to make it and be successful like you gotta dribble a ball or some shit like that but now we're seeing that there's more depth and there's more um just thoughtfulness in these athletes too so it's like why wouldn't you want your child to Grow up and do that now, mm-hmm. instead of you just making millions of dollars and wasting it on cars and houses and mm-hmm. strippers and cocaine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
2: no, like it's no excuses. Yeah. James mm-hmm. came from a single parent household. Mm-hmm. Um. So my
1: award for the viral video of the decade, I'm giving mm-hmm. it to Kiki Palmer for the Sorry to That Man. Oh my god. I love that video. I don't so know. Sorry much. to that man. And find myself saying that in my head multiple times in a day.
3: You sorry to that man, people all the time. Sorry to that man. Well then, mine has to go to um. Damn, I had another viral video, and it was that girl. What was that lady who had got arrested? And she was like barely. What was that video of when she was like getting arrested? Say
1: I ain't got time for that.
3: No, ew. It was a couple of viral videos. One was the Bella Chase You remember Bella Noches? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Wait, wait so... a minute. What we a
1: minute. can't go to
3: Bella Noches. If you can't go to Bella Noches, yeah. Bella Noches was it.
1: Oh, we need to post that on our page and be like, here's a throw.
3: There you go. What's wait up? Wait a minute. All right, Max. You got homework then. Yes, your homework. Your
2: homework. homework. Um, oh god, oh, my viral video. <laughs> um, off the top, probably to this day.
3: Oh my gosh, what is
2: it? Till this day, Deontay Wilder. Yeah, when he he got asked, um, I forget what question they were posed, <laughs> but he tied that back to like. <laughs> The struggle of like black people in America, Ooh, and he was like, yeah. "I've been fighting." He's like, "How you want to ask me that question?" I've been fighting to this day. Uh. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "That's why people we say to this day." Uh. Yeah, yeah, like because he was out there. It's like, "How you want to ask me that?" <laughs> to this day, like you know, uh. and, and so I I feel like that um, you say it's sort of like encompass like the the struggle but like in a super like direct and abrasive <laughs> way that that people typically are allowed to express themselves. Mm-hmm. Um and I was just like, yo hashtag till this day <laughs>
4: <laughs> Niggas are still doing that too. Oh, God. Like till this
2: day people be asking me questions of like, yo, you still wearing that? Till this day. Oh my gosh. Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> All right, here's my last one.
2: Okay.
1: Um, The award to No Fucks Left to Give goes to Monique.
2: Mm. Yeah, that was the first one that popped in my head. <laughs> no Fucks, to, no right fucks Left to
1: Give. She, I just thought that when the beef first started with Tyler Perry and Oprah, that mm-hmm. at some point she was going to change her mind. No, and she is just still full force. Yeah. I'm sticking to my guns. I don't give a fuck. I'll burn all the damn bridges. Her
3: and Daddy, y'all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Her and Daddy, right up uh, in there, okay? Mister Ogilvy, i
2: So I'll I'll <laughs> change my mind in that regard.
4: You don't want to do to this day. No, no, no. For oh. like no fucks lost. Forget. Oh, hmm. who's that for? Maybe it's Kanye. Hmm. Oh gosh. Maybe it's Kanye. He really don't give a fuck.
2: I mean, I, I guess. Don't. Yeah. He don't. He don't. He don't care. He don't care what you think. No. Yeah. Like, he doesn't care how it affects.
3: I'm still sad about that.
2: His community. But so. I get it. Yeah.
3: I mean, that's a no fucks to give is, type of situation. He ain't
1: getting an award from no class, though.
3: Wow.
2: <laughs> the way to me. Yo, wow. I, can't I can't give out. I can't give out an award.
1: He's an honorable made. mention. He ain't actually getting an award. mm
2: no books let to get isn't necessarily the best. I mean, it's not the best <laughs> award you want. You We're don't ain't want wasting money on a trophy
1: for Kanye West here. We got a short budget. We All right, well him look, this <laughs> what
3: I'll do. I'll give it to Cardi B. Now, even though Cardi B, she be she do give a fuck about like what certain people say. I don't think she give enough fucks about what she put and say out her mouth, and I no. still respect that cuz no matter how much her star has gotten bigger she still don't give a fuck. She'll say if she farted if she burped. She say she yeah. like Vicks and put that shit all over her fucking face like she she'll Transpancy. still do it. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. You talking about yeah. she, I think I saw on Twitter the other day and they were like, "Oh, Cardi B, what's the secret to your skin care regimen?" And she was like, "Come. Like she do shit like that." Oh yeah. <laughs> <Your finger>. Easily. <laughs> Yep. you know who i
1: think is gonna um we're gonna see give um she already doesn't give a fuck but we're gonna see more if we see more of her is summer walker mm. i really think that she and i think some people think because her album is called that and that it's a move but i really don't think that she gives a fuck mm-hmm. i really do think that if we have more time with her which i doubt because i really do think she is gonna go Lord Hill and be like this is my album i'm done mm-hmm. like Y'all didn't kill the fun for me. Mm -hmm. But she is somebody who I'm just like... She is not about that I'm about to say the right thing. she got... Do the right thing. She got at least,
2: like, one more.
1: Oh, I think she has more. I don't think she's gonna give it to us. No, I think she will. You think so?
2: I think she will. I don't
1: think that she's for, like, all the shit with fame. She's scared of shit to perform because she's she's got anxiety. Like, it's just so much of it is not built for the...
2: I I think she'll give us one more because the the way that music sort of hits the general population is
4: different now, so whereas she probably became a lot more like viral and like
2: captured our audience like overnight, Mm. the work
4: right because when you think about Lauren Hill, technically you would say she has two albums, right? This
3: education and on what is it. On um, whatever the thing oh, uh, is. Oh, no, in that sense, I'm thinking
2: three. Oh. Because, I mean, we can't disregard the Fuji's.
3: True.
2: Yeah. I didn't even think about that because she was solo. The Fuji's have one or two. Why do I think they had
3: two albums? I think Fuji's had one. So, I'm
2: one. like, okay, so you can, you can go into four. Oh, yeah. shit. Right? So, like, in that sense, like, you got you got a sense of who Lauryn Hill was, mm-hmm. which allowed her to spiral off into the solo career. Um... And I'm not even counting, like, there was shit that happened before the Fuji's. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I think Summer Walker will give us some other stuff before she goes off and rides off into the sunset. Mm.
3: She ain't done with us yet. No. Girls need love, too. I know. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Summer Walker need love, too, y'all. Mm-hmm. I get it, girl.
4: Any more awards?
3: Oh, no.
1: Fuck
4: boy <laughs> award? Y'all got fuck boy awards?
3: Who's that going to, Max?
4: T.I. Expeditiously. <laughs> Expedit T.I. ishly. <laughs> fuck fuckboy award to Trump. Hmm. Fuckboy award. I just
3: don't. Ain't even fuckboy. It's just fuck it's him. <laughs> Straight up. Like, they're playing fuckboy It's Nathan.
2: Mm. They got anybody in your personal life sign up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let
2: me scroll on Tinder. I'm playing. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> uh, damn. <laughs> I know there's some people in my life that I was like, nah, you a fuckboy. Damn. Mm. That's why you would hook me up with none of your friends yet. Mm. I'm never. I'm so protected. Saved you.
3: Thank you. I'll just wait for my doctor friend to have me. It'll be somebody like, it'll be some, some doctors. music. My life
2: They it be like, yo, I seen your homegirl. Why did his voice sound <laughs> no, no, like that me. now? He seen this homegirl. I seen your It's probably, probably <laughs> somebody else. She was
3: looking good.
2: Yo, he sound like somebody just crawled out of the gutter. <laughs> I mean, Because <laughs> that's why I hear He's when you talk friends. about some of my friends. Like, I see she was looking good. I was like, nah. <laughs> i was like, like, yeah, for now. real? Like, don't talk to me about nope. that. Nope. Look, he like, nope, that's oh, God. not... i was like, like yo, man. don't talk to me. Like, don't talk to me about that. Like... Because <laughs> oh, I you ain't
3: finna alley-oop nobody, huh? Nope. You need better friends then. I'm not responsible. Besides myself, because I'm awesome.
2: I'm not responsible. <laughs> if, you do, if you do that, you do that on your own accord. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He,
3: told, he told y'all.
2: You take strides in the steps. Yeah. You know, you build on your own. You don't get a shortcut <laughs> through me. Not through me. I'm not... Le- nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> not at all. Mm-mm. No, sir. Mm-mm. Bob.
3: Oh, my gosh. That's a Seattle voice, <laughs> y'all.
1: <laughs> okay. So, here, I'm going to give my social media the social media in the class. It's been a long day. Okay. So, you can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, hmm. <laughs> Facebook and IG at No Class Podcast. If you're using Twitter, you got them Twitter fingers. Oh, we ain't talk about that. Nope. The Drake, Meek Mill, bitch. Mm, so-and-so found Drake's baby. Mm. Twitter is no <laughs> underscore class podcast. Our Gmail is no dot class podcast at gmail.com. Now, you're listening to us on these platforms we need you to rate us yes we need you to give us comments please tell us how you feel
3: i encourage it
1: please we like the feedback um follow us on our instas our stories again if you want to be on the show have an idea for things on the show you can send us um an email about that we are wishing y'all all the best into the next decade yes we can't wait to have many episodes with you lots of conversations about all the um unsafe unsafe conversations that you don't have in your workplaces with your families with mm-hmm. your friends and things we've been so happy to be able to do this with you at the tail end what was it the last two or three years of um this decade and if you're listening to it now it's new year's day yeah so
3: it's 2020
1: happy new year happy Made
3: 2020 it. y'all
1: yes so, y'all, stay melanated, hydrated, and glowed up for the last time um, in 2019 and the first time as you're listening in
3: 2020.
2: Max, really what? I love y'all. I'm, I'm glad to see y'all. Y'all melanated faces. <laughs> I'm being around so many.
3: Pale ones. faces. Like in Pocahontas. <laughs> gasoline, non, no saturation. Bye, y'all. <laughs>